Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is the 26th day of October, a Thursday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, police are searching for a person of interest in what they're calling a mass casualty incident in the city of Lewiston, Maine. Officials say at least 20 people died and dozens more were injured in this latest mass shooting. Law enforcement identified 40-year-old Robert Card as the person of interest, and they're saying that he should be considered armed and very dangerous. Police responded to at least two locations in the state's second largest city. Authorities say Card has a history of military services is a firearms instructor and was treated at a mental health facility over the summer after allegedly saying that he was hearing voices. The first call came in at 7 p.m. from a bowling alley that was hosting a youth night for a kids bowling league. One witness said she heard a loud bang before her father, a retired cop, corralled her and her family into a corner. The second shooting scene was at a local restaurant four miles from the bowling alley. Card is now on the run, triggering a shelter in place order uh, in Lewiston as well as neighboring Liz in Maine, where police say they found a white Subaru that is believed to be owned by Card. The car was last uh, seen with the doors open and the lights on. Sources say hundreds of federal, state, and local law enforcement are assisting in the active investigation. Police as far south as New Hampshire are setting up roadblocks in an effort to confine Card if he is on the run. Authorities have also released surveillance images showing the gunman at one of the shooting locations. It looks like an AR-15 or some version of it, said ABC News contributor and former FBI agent Brad Garrett looks like to me that he has some kind of extended magazine some of which you can shoot 25 to 30 rounds on a standard magazine President Joe Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland have been briefed the White House released a statement offering full support, uh, federal support in the wake of the horrific attack Lewiston is relative is a relatively small city of 36,000 people which experts say could be an advantage to investigators authorities have not revealed a motive Maine Governor Janet Mills released a statement urging all people in the area to follow the the directions of the state and local law enforcement. Lisbon schools have been canceled for today. A suspect has been arrested in connection with the killing of a journalist and activist inside a Philadelphia home on Wednesday night. Philadelphia police announced the arrest of 19-year-old Robert Edmund Davis in the murder of Josh Kruger. Kruger was a 39-year-old freelance journalist and former city employee. He was shot seven times in the chest and abdomen on the morning of October 2nd. Lieutenant Hamilton Marshman of the Philadelphia Police Department said Kruger and Davis were acquaintances and Kruger was was trying to help Davis. He was just trying to help him get through life, Marshman said uh, during a news conference earlier this month. Sources say Kruger had extensive text messages with Davis. Those sources also told 6ABC that drugs were found in Kruger's home. It appears that Davis may have uh, experienced homelessness at one time. Investigators are continuing to search for more information on a possible motive. Davis is facing murder charges and further details on his arrest were not being released. Artificial intelligence is once again helping Airbnb crack down on party house rentals over this coming holiday weekend, uh, sorry, Halloween weekend. The company says its technology looks at hundreds of factors that could indicate a higher risk for a disruptive party. Uh, they include the length of the trip, how far the user lives from the rental, and whether uh, the booking is last minute. The system is in effect across the United States and Canada. Last Halloween, the company says 5,200 people in Pennsylvania were stopped from booking a house, including 2,400
1500 in Philadelphia. I wonder what parameters they're looking for when you talk about look, uh, distance from the Airbnb. If you live closer, does that indicate that you're just using it as a party yeah, house? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. What, what it's doing. Huh. Yeah, they're saying if you live closer, if it's a last minute booking, you know, you, yeah. you're booking on Wednesday for, you know, a it's Friday night. interesting, right? Or, yeah. 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 Wow. So these, these are red flags that they'll be looking for. Right. Exactly. Huh. Um, but they said they, they stopped uh, 5,200 people in Pennsylvania. If you wear a Wolfman mask when you book it, you're clearly <laughs> looking for a Halloween party. Airbnb is working on a global party ban to reduce unauthorized parties. Since the initiative launched in August of 2020, Airbnb officials say there's been a global 55% year over two year decrease in party reports. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers, who are 3-2 and 16 games into the season, are back at home tonight. 3-2 and 1. Thank you. Six games into the season. <laughs> Did I write that wrong? 16. Yep. Yeah, that's I was my like, bad. wait a minute. 3-2 and 1. <laughs> Six games into the season. That's my the, bad. the metric system. Yeah. And so, uh, wait, I want to be clear mm. on this. The record is, hang on. 1-2-3. Right. No, no, no. No? No. 3-2 oh. and 1. 1-2-3. <laughs> I want to fight you. Okay. Well, he's upset. You made him upset. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. All right. So the Flyers, who are Let's have you and, you and Pierre count down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same way. It's either. the same way both yeah. ways. Right. Both right. ways so. They're yeah. back home tonight and we'll host the Minnesota Wild who have the exact same record. <laughs> also 16 games into the season. <laughs> the puck will drop at 7.30 tonight. Here, I think we have that audio yeah, okay. right here. Yeah. Three. One, and two, two and three. three. One, <laughs> one, two, two, three. three. One. All right, so everyone knows the record uh-huh. now, right? Yeah. By the way, you don't get enough credit for syncing up on two. Thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you guys both hit two. Yeah. You right don't on get that. any credit yeah. at the same that time. Was, no, that was a goal from the beginning. Two, three. Up on two. <laughs> I'll meet you at two. <laughs> the Sixers begin their season tonight with a game in Milwaukee against the Bucks. Yesterday, several sources confirmed that the Sixers wanted James Harden to stay back in Camden to ramp up to play after being away for 10 days, which means that he will not be going on the road trip for the season opener. Tip-off tonight is at 7.30. In Thursday night football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills at 8.15. And the 6-1 and Eagles are in Washington this weekend to take on the Commanders, who are 3-4. and four. Kickoff on Sunday will be at 1 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to a Thursday morning. And we have a, we have a clean slate. We can fill it with what, whatever we choose today. The, the world is our oyster. Absolutely. So we will be doing that very thing. And we hope you'll be a part of it this morning. By the way, an event tonight. It is the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Casey Boy. Nice. Will be. Uh, where are you going to be? Oh, you're going to be old the trap. Stomp- yeah, my old stomping ground. Right across from uh, Ursinus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, th- how often re- was the trap like your regular hang when it, you went to it? It was my regular Saturday night thing, yeah. baby. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a wing at Wednesdays. That's uh, we would go there every Wednesday night for. Yeah. 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 
Get this. Ten cent wings. Ten, ten cent, cent wings. wings. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's not a thing anymore. Uh, I know. Did you say still? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be there tonight, Thursday night. Excellent. Uh, so that is from 7 to 9 p.m., and there's going to be free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green t-shirts to be had. I like that. And most importantly, a chance for you to win a pair of Eagles tickets to the uh, game against Buffalo coming up on November 26th. That is the second and final Kelly Green game of the season. Oh, is it? And then yeah. Okay. Courtesy yeah. of Bud Light, you have to be at least 21 or older to win, so stop by and see Casey at the trap tonight. Uh, 7 to 9. Actually, you know what? We do have somebody coming by. My youngest, Caroline, oh. who goes by the name Wilson, by the way, at ah. school, uh, is going to be stopping by here uh, because the Southern Area High School uh, rock band class is doing a fundraiser. So you guys get to see. Car- Caroline, by the well way, done! I just found out yesterday is 5'11". <gasps> 511. Oh my God, me too. That's really? how tall. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm five, <laughs> like 11 minus foot, four, yeah. something <laughs> like that. But, That's good. Statuesque. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and I was standing there. I had my shoes off and I'm like, you're taller than me, kid. Uh. This is weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, so anyhow, they're going to be stopping by today, which will be cool. So you guys get to see my youngest. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, the entertainment report is up. Obviously, we'll do this stupid question, give some things to you. So hang out in a moment. The sun's going to be up shortly. And we'll have our day before us a beautiful one. Stay put. Blew out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to see uh, Stavros uh, Helkias, who is going to be playing at uh, the Met on November 4th. I'm kind of happy with this question. I came All up right. with this this morning driving in or just randomly it popped in my head. So let's see if you know the answer to this. What brand of tuna was very confusing to Jessica Simpson? Uh, okay. 215263WMMR. Let's see if you recall that little anecdote. 
What brand of tuna was very confusing to Jessica Simpson? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. All right, today is the 26th day of October. We're going to start with Keith Urban, country star, husband of Nicole Kidman. Super talented guy. I did yep. not realize how talented he was until I saw him shred on a guitar, A, and B, he did an amazing Bee Gees cover uh, at uh, at the, the uh, tribute. Grammys tribute. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, this dude's awesome. Uh, so he turns 56 years old today. Uh, actor Dylan McDermott ah. is a year older. Hey, uh, Lara. Yeah? Is Dylan McDermott nice in person? Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so that's a clip from Family Guy. Is that supposed to be Laura Flynn Boyle? It is. Yeah. And uh, every time I hear the name Dylan McDermott, whom I've met, yeah. that clip goes off in my hey, head. Hey, Lara. Yeah? Is Dylan McDermott nice in person? Yeah. Good. Good. What does he say? Good. 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 He just wants to be sure. Basically, he's providing warmth to Lara Flynn Boyle because she's so skinny. So he is her blanket, Peter. And he uh, drapes his fat over her very skinny blanket. Hey, Lara. Oh, my God. Is Dylan McDermott nice in person? Yeah. Good. He's one of the confusing villains. He's right of, yes, the, of he the cluster of confusing Dylan. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Dylan uh, McDermott. And then, and then there's the other, other guy who's with the freaking uh, Tori Spelling. Spelling. Freaking. What's that guy's name? Dylan uh, whatever. What <sighs> the hell is that guy's Charlie name? Sheen slipped in here. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I came into the back door. Okay. I got your water delivery. Uh, Dylan McDermott is 62. All right. Uh, Then we have uh, Jacqueline Smith, one of Charlie's angels. My favorite. She was my favorite angel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's not the smart one, right? uh, She, no. The smart one was, that was Kate Jackson. That was uh, given to her. But um, yeah, I was, I mean, I love Farrah, but Jacqueline Smith was my choice. By the way, Dean McDermott. Dean McDermott. Was the one you were searching for, Casey. uh, With Tori Spelling. And and, uh, Jacqueline still looks good, by the way. Uh, She had her famous uh, Kmart line Oh, yes. I wear it all the time. She was one of the first, like, TV stars to get her own line of stuff. Fashion line. Yeah. And uh, was actually very successful with it. I'm kind of sad Kmart's gone. Are you really? Yeah. Uh, They're still around. I I know. They're hard. They used to to be one right on the boulevard. In case they don't have, like, the the stuff. Like, Martha Stewart also had a line there. She had a a holiday line that was amazing. I still have her stuff, some of her holiday decorations. Like, I will not throw them out. Because they were so good and they were only sold at Kmart. Problem is, they were so high end. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that was that was sorry, case that was it. They weren't. They were. You yeah. know, you got them at a decent price, but they were really good quality. I want to say the last one that I was at was near Hershey Park because I had to go there to get something for one of our live broadcasts. And but I like, think all of them turned into big lots, didn't they? I mm-hmm. think I, I think there are some that are still around. Kath, I had a story a while back that they were um, they were merging with another company, but yet they were going to keep some of the Kmart stores. Okay. So that's what I thought. Aramis. I remembered. Uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah, them they were Aramaz. merging with Aramaz. <laughs> Kmart. Yeah. By the way, we never, K-Mess. growing up, ever went to Kmart. There were a couple of Kmarts near us, but we were a Clover family. See, when you walk into yeah. Kmart now, they go, Maroon Glace. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, Clover, yeah. yeah. That was a good story. That would, I remember Clover. Yeah. You know what, though? I hated Clover because I associated it with my mom shopping and taking forever. And right. me being a kid and just being like, the, but I think we were. Scar, we yeah. were able to get slushies at Clover. Uh, the most basic, basic, cheap store that I could remember, the one that would absolutely just set off that memory in your mind of mega cheapness was a place called Shane's Circus World of Values. Did you guys have them no. down here? I mean... <laughs> One step shy of like a Baghdad street market, like just the cheapest crap. 
I have very, very, like very vivid memories of the snack bar at Clover and Kathy. They always had because uh, uh, they, they had an ice cream counter. It was ice cream and, and hot dogs and pretzels, but they had a jawbreaker that was the size oh, of a baseball. I remember it. Was, we were never allowed to get it. Oh wait, no, we got it. We were. We, oh really? Yes, we were allowed to. And you it's it like a take, tabletop pancake. Yeah. Wait, it would take like six weeks to eat it. I was oh. how. Yeah. No, yeah, I had one of those too, and eventually you took a hammer and busted yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't chew into it. it. Casey, Forget just at the store locator for Kmart, there are no Kmarts within 100 miles of Ballackinwood, Pennsylvania. Aww. So, Nick, just do a quick search on a place called Shane's Circus <laughs> World of Values, right. if you wouldn't mind. Uh, we're doing the birthdays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna move on oh, from she discount works store it. chat here. Uh, it's also Pat Sajak's birthday uh, today. Yeah. Yes, seventy-seven. Yeah. Soon to retire. Yes, it's gonna be a big loss. He is great though. Yeah. When He's, is he retiring? Uh, the re- re- it finishes out the year. I finish out the year. Okay. One of the best uh, in the business, absolutely. And um, the Seacrest is gonna take over. Yeah, and I think I think that's actually gonna be good because yeah. Seacrest was actually um, longtime friends with Marv Griffin, who created uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I think he'll do a good job. I, I think he I will. Mean, he does a good job at anything he does. I like they're keeping Havana too. That's yeah. a, that's a nice way to transition for yes. a little while, right? Did they say or did? Yeah, did no, I mean they, they signed her for a couple years. Oh, they yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, all right, okay, okay. Seventy-seven today. Uh, Nick, your uh, search. Oh yes, there are still Shane's outlets. Uh, <laughs> Yay! Circus oh, values. Yeah. There we go. They are on uh, Long Island, Steve. Uh, it is also <laughs> Carrie Elway's birthday today. Oh. Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Liar Liar, Saw, and Inconceivable. And we have an apology video from him. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And not that long ago, um, Stranger Things as well. Oh, so good. And yep. he's in the latest uh, Mission Impossible movie, too. Ooh. Yeah, he's one of the uh, like CIA agents. Uh, 61 years old today. It is Rita Wilson's birthday today. Oh, my God. I love her so much. Yes. I tell you what. She's a sweetheart, Preston. Uh, Regis Philbin is a big wow. fan of Rita Wilson. Yes. She's a fine-looking woman, too. Uh, I've I've uh, I've waxed it to her the mental image. You know what I never realized is that uh, with Tom Hanks screaming Wilson, Wilson, his wife's last name is Wilson. Yeah, yeah. put that together. Wilson. Yeah, wow. And the ball, yeah, amazing. So uh, she is sixty-seven years old today. Uh, Lauren, is it twos, twoies, twees, twees? Yes, from the Love Boat. Julie on oh. the Love Boat. Julie. The little, jerk off. The, little jerk. the little kid, hold on. The little kid is 70 years old today. Wow. She's older than Rita Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's got Rita by wow. three years. So happy birthday to her. Uh, also, turning a year older, did you want to play something, Case? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. She had to leave the show for a while because she had a uh, coke addiction. Oh, wow. She's also in that uh, made-for-TV movie pressing years ago about the Dallas Cowgirl cheerleaders. Yeah. Uh, she is uh, 70 years old today. Natalie Merchant, the Aww. musician, uh, former singer of 10,000 Maniacs oh. and a very successful uh, solo career I, I as well. I like that band. They're, they're, they're touring. Yeah, they're going to be at the Ardmore Musical touring um, camp out for hunger. Yeah. I don't think she's with the band. Oh. Or at least I checked a couple of years ago right. because I was curious if 10,000 Maniacs still toured. I'm, I am a fan of Natalie Merchant. I had a chance to interview her at one time in person. She was great. Um, but I was wondering if they still were around and they did not have Natalie Merchant as the lead singer. She's, so, she's kind of the band. Um, yeah. yeah, so Nick is looking that up right now. She works at Shane Circus World of Values. Bro. <laughs> uh, it's a big birthday for her. She is 60 years old today. 
So uh, you'd have to do like the band's uh, yeah, yeah. touring website. So look into that because I don't think she tours with us. That sucks. Seth McFarlane. Ah. And it is a big yeah. birthday. We just. He's still in McDermott. <laughs> nice in person. Yeah. Good. Uh, so we just played the what? Family Guy clip. Uh, he's 50 years old today. So a, a big birthday for him. A milestone birthday. The dude is super talented. Um, you know, we used to play his uh, parody of the Rat Pack. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the unacceptable, uh, the politically incorrect songs yep. of the of the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guy, you know, on so many levels, mm-hmm. is is it, uh, he's just a, a major talent. I did. Uh, for some reason, it ended up popping up on my Instagram. Uh, his song, I Saw Your Boobs. That yeah. He sang at the Oscars. Right. Yep. It was not received well. It was not. Yeah. No, by no. the boobs. That, you know. Like, by the way, it was yeah. funny. It was a well, funny that was, song. Yeah, that was yeah. all about. That was all about Kate Winslet. It, well, not just or, her. Or, I'm sorry. You're right. But they focused on her big time, and she didn't like it. No. <laughs> yeah. Because she. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he's 50. John Heater of Napoleon Dynamite fame and uh, Blades of Glory uh, is 46 years old. <laughs> Blades of Glory is one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. And then Case, I'm going to play a song for our last birthday. Oh, nice. Can I get the uh, the little plug in? Because up, I, I told Kyle I've been. Uh, uh, I like to uh, pick uh, a genre and jam to it on my drums. Yeah. And lately it's been funk and R&B. Okay. And Bootsy Collins of Parliament Funkadelic yes. celebrates birthday. And I've been playing, uh, is this uh, queued up and turned up? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing this song lately and I love it. So here we go. This is Flashlight from P-Funk. Such a great song. Bootsy is badass, and he's just got this bizarre personal look about him. <laughs> yeah. Which George Clinton does, too, obviously, so he fits right in with P-Funk. But uh, he turns uh, 72 years old today. He's the guy in um, uh, um, Grooves and Heart, D-Light. Yes, yeah. The guy's going to, that's a groove. You know, he's, he's saying all that in I the I love that song. Yeah. That's another groove is in your heart. That's, that's Bootsy Collins uh, saying that stuff. So. Is, that, is this him right here? Yeah. Is this P-Fox? Yeah. I don't know if that's him talking or not, but that's him playing bass. All right, two uh, non-P-Funk things. Um, Natalie Perchant, no lo- Merchant no longer in 10,000 Maniacs. And then Lauren Tweez was Julie, the cruise director, not Jill Whelan, who was Captain Subing's daughter. <gasps> I was oh. way off. Why, what did you say? I thought Julie was the kid. No, 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 no. Julie yeah. was the main cruise director. Yes. You are okay. correct. Okay. Yep. All right. All right she's allowed to be 70. Thank you for uh, correcting me on that. All right. Let's see if someone can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, what band of tuna was very confusing for Jessica Simpson? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Joe, see if we can get an answer. Go, Joe, good morning. Good morning. All right, Joe, who uh, or what was the brand of tuna that was confusing to Jessica Simpson? That would be Chicken of the Sea. Correct. Oh! Hang on, Joe. Tickets to see Stavros Hilkaya's Saturday, November 4th, the Met, Philadelphia. Tickets for two shows that night uh, are on sale now via Ticketmaster, by the way. All right, so we're going to get into the entertainment stories. On Wednesday, uh, a judge in New York rejected a motion to dismiss the domestic violence case against Jonathan Majors. Uh, The actor is set to go to trial on November 29th. Uh, Majors was arrested in New York City in March following a domestic dispute 
with his then-girlfriend, Grace Jabari. And according to court documents, Jabari sustained substantial pain, including a fractured finger, bruised about her, bruising about her body, a laceration behind the right ear, and a bump on her head. After the pair got into a fight over a text message on his phone, a new filing reveals that the text message read, Wish I was kissing you right now. Mm. Uh, the actor is claiming that uh, Jabari is the aggressor. And filed a cross-complaint against her in June. However, the district attorney's office announced in September that they will not prosecute her. Meg Ryan is returning to Hollywood after an eight-year hiatus with her new rom-com, What Happens Later. Uh, the Sleepless in Seattle actress spoke with people in an interview published on Wednesday about why she took a break from the business. She got old. I mean, this may not be the reason, but she definitely altered her looks extensively, and maybe she let that tamp down a bit. Yeah, that's not what she said here. But I, I, I got all effed up looking. But this, yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I would be hard pressed. I effed up my face. Yeah, yeah. so I let that let the swelling go down. She said, "I took a giant break because I felt like there's so many other parts of my experience as a human being I wanted to develop. Yeah, it's nice to think of it as a job and not a lifestyle, and that is a great way of navigating it for me. Um, so she not only starred in her new film, but she also co-wrote and directed." It How as about well. that? Yeah, she said, it came to me during lockdown. The essence of it is these two people who are stuck together, and I just love that idea, that we're held in a space, even if it feels conflicted, maybe for reasons that heal them. So what was her, her dating history? She said she was with was she with Dennis Quaid for a long time, and yeah. then and then she was with Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I've forgotten Remember about all that, that stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Russell Crowe thing. Yeah, you kind of you forget about it, don't was you? Was she with John Cougar Mellencamp? She for was. Oh, yeah. She was. Yeah, yeah that was yes. kind of a little flare up there for right. A moment, and yeah. they really loved to suck on chili dogs. That was her favorite date. Uh, oh, no yeah. wonder. I remember that? Yep. It didn't. Yeah. Sucking on a chili dog. Yeah. Sucking and something in the chili made her lips puff up. <laughs> she had an allergy. Yeah, yep. an allergic reaction to the chili powder. The, there is a scandal attached. You remember that movie Proof of Life because she was with Dennis Quaid. Yes. And then she did that movie Proof of Life, which actually is a really good movie. It is a good movie. I think David Morse is in it too. And uh, she fell in love with Russell Crowe during the shooting of it that sort movie. sort of mirrored the movie. Yes. Yeah. And then left Dennis Quaid for Russell Crowe. And that was back in 2001, 2000. I remember like that. that. All the scandals of the past. Yeah. So in this current movie, uh, she and her ex-lover, played by David Duchovny, uh, get stuck in an airport together. So what happens later is the name of it. It will be released in theaters on November 3rd. Uh, more excerpts from uh, John Stamos and his memoir, which is uh, titled, If You Would John Have Stamos. If You Would Have Told Me. Uh, he reveals that he and his full star, uh, full, I'm sorry, full house co-star Lori Laughlin almost became an item. Oh, the, oh, he adored her. Yeah, he said, she's my Sandra D from Greece. He the, revealed that in an article in Good Housekeeping. Uh, the good girl with a kind heart who always makes me feel upbeat when I'm around her. Uh, he wrote in his new book, she's one of the few women I have spent the day after day with and still always look forward to seeing her again. I know what makes her laugh. We get each other and we have this uh, sort of true friendship that's supposed to be the foundation of a great lasting relationship. And they connected on their favorite uh, dynamic Preston, which was a velociraptor. Aww. They probably are best friends, I would imagine. Uh, what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. 
Uh, before anything happened between them, though, the pair went to a Victoria's Secret fashion show together in 1994, and Stamos couldn't keep his eyes off of Rebecca Romaine, of course, who would later become his wife. You and dog. apparently, she, uh, Lori, took note. Uh, he wrote, as each leggy beauty walks down the runway, she shoots me a knowing look and maintains a little smirk, he said. Uh, she knows I'm not as ready to settle down as I feel, and she's humoring me. So Lori Laughlin was one of the uh, the great uh, heads of hair back then. There were, you know, she was yeah. known for, right? She was one of the hair bunch. Yeah, yeah just a beautiful woman altogether. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are getting into the holiday spirit. The pair were spotted with their arms wrapped around each other, sharing... I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Uh, so they were dressed as Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil. I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil, and, and the, the skull sealer. I would like... We should see if we can get that guy on the show. Oh, my yeah. God. Hunt him down. I don't even remember what that's from. He had some sort of bizarre... He's one of these guys, I think, who got up at one of these, you know, board meetings or somewhere, you know, where they invited... Uh, I thought he like, was a criminal. They were discussing was he a, a criminal? playground or something like that at <laughs> community services. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, uh, so they shared a kiss at a pumpkin patch recently. Uh, Lopez's child, Emmy, could be seen in the background of a fan video capturing the moment. Uh, both the Marry Me actress and the Gone Girl actor... Looks ready for fall in their respective sweaters. They say that she licked his gourd. Uh, yeah. um, one eyewitness said they were kissing and holding on to each other, and they looked very in love. Aww. So, See, second yeah. time's a charm, Kathy. <laughs> you know what? It is working for him. Uh, in a video shared to Instagram yesterday, the managing director of the Grevin Museum in Paris, uh, Yves Delhomme, said that the museum is working on making the changes necessary to better represent... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, we're going to fix it. Uh, Delmo added <laughs> that the museum got a big surprise when they put the Jumanji actor's figure under the display lights. He said his skin tone seemed too pale, and we suddenly realized that we may have got it wrong. Uh, this comes after many people on social media criticized the wax figure, figure, and Johnson announced that he would have his team reach out to the museum to update the replica with some important details and improvements. Uh, he said, starting with my skin color. I so, mean, the smirk is pretty close. It, yeah, but the, 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 the skin color. Yeah. It's going to help it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tara Reed is <sighs> trying to put an end to the rumors that she has an eating disorder. She's not doing a good job of it. <laughs> I, I, I sent an article out to all you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That. The American Pie actress spoke with the Los Angeles Inquisitor in an interview published yesterday, and she said, I have no anorexia and never have. She said, and I definitely don't have any bulimia. Uh, I'm tired of throwing up, so that's not... Uh, no, she said, I'm terrified, <laughs> terrified. of throwing up. <laughs> I'm tired I'm of I'm tired of puking, uh, no, but I'm not bulimic. She said, I'm terrified of throwing up, so that's not going to happen, and I love food too much. Uh, the actress added, so anyone that says I'm anorexic or bulimic, they're wrong, so stop it. Leave me alone. Pick on me again on something else, but not on those two things. It's not right, she said. So. I mean, she. if you look at photos of her, like I think this photo is an old photo. Photo. Okay, and so, so a photo she, of her in like like a, a semi bikini kind of looking thing. Yeah, and she looks. 
I mean, she looks ridiculously gaunt. Yes, gaunt, gaunt. Okay, yes. But that's an old photo. So mm-hmm. either she's always had this eating disorder or really that is just her body. Remember, she had a, a lipo thing that went wrong. Yeah. And then they had to correct that. And and now it looks like, Kathy, there has been an extensive amount of face, face work. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of face work done. Because she looks like a she's getting the cat thing. Um, I'm interested to see this. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe has teamed up with his Harry Potter stunt double, a guy named David Holmes, who became paralyzed oh. after an on-set accident. For uh, He's going to do a documentary, an HBO documentary about this guy. Well, on one been, of the movies? Yeah. What, what's that? On one of the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, he got hurt on one of the sets of the Yeah, Ooh. it was on uh, Deathly Hollows Part 1 uh, for years. Uh, like, he was he was his stunt double since he was a kid. Wow. So, for years, Holmes worked closely alongside Radcliffe for all but the final two of the franchise's films. Stuntman broke his neck while performing a stunt on the set of 2010's Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Uh, the incident left him paralyzed from the chest down. Oh uh, so, an official logline for the documentary says, uh, titled David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, the film is a coming-of-age story of stuntman David Holmes, a prodigious teenage gymnast from Essex, England, who is selected to play Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double in the first Harry Potter film when Daniel is just 11. Uh, Featuring candid personal footage shot over the last decade, behind-the-scenes material as well, the film also reflects universal themes of living with adversity, growing up, forging identities in an uncertain world, and the bonds that bind us together and lift us up. You know what I think is kind of cool about this is that Daniel Radcliffe does not shy away from the fact that he was and is Harry Potter. You know, like he, some people like Luke's Skywalker, Mark, Mark Hamill, they kind of wanted to get away from it, and I, I understand that too, but I think Daniel Radcliffe, although he wants to be an actor and do many, many other projects, hasn't denied the fact that Harry Potter is what got him to the dance, and right. so he can revisit it with projects like this, but not also dive back into being Harry Potter, you know what I right. mean? Like, he can reflect on it, make a project about it, uh, but not say, hey, guys, look, I'm Harry Potter, please well, watch this. I think what happens is when you do that, you summarily slap everyone in the face who's a big fan of it, and I think if you realize that it means a lot to people, yeah. and what an extensive universe it is, and you know, and and, and we love to see that. Yeah. We love to see, that's why that 50th anniversary was so awesome. To, oh, not the 50th anniversary. 20th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just to celebrate the, um, the the joy of the movies yeah. and, and and the whole thing. Tom so, Felton's the same way. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Like they just, they they recognize this <laughs> this franchise means so much to, to people around the world. Well, and this, of course, is very personal because yeah. these two work together so closely. I would imagine. So uh, I'm interested to see that. Arnold Schwarzenegger has said that he would make a great U.S. president. <laughs> Well, adding, while adding that he believes American politics needs an injection of younger blood. Uh, the bodybuilder turned actor turned politician discussed his presidential potential in an interview with the BBC while visiting London this week to promote his new book called Be Useful, Se- Seven Tools for Life. Uh, the U.S. Constitution states any president must be a natural-born citizen of the United States, ruling out Schwarzenegger, who was born in Austria, of course. Uh, the 76-year-old, 76-year-old told the BBC, I feel like I would make a great president, but I feel that at the same time, everything I've accomplished was because of America. He said, America gave me so many opportunities and the American people were so embracive and they just received me with my open with open arms. Uh, there was no one there that stopped me from my success. So, very sensitive. Uh, the only thing that I can't do, which is run for president, I'm not going to complain about that, he mm. said. But he said he'd make a great president. Put that cookie down! Yes. Now! 
Uh, Netflix dropped the official trailer for Maestro, the biopic about West Side Story composer Leonard Bernstein I'm, on I'm, Wednesday. I'm very interested to see this. It looks yeah. very good, obviously. It has a good word of mouth. Uh, the film stars Bradley Cooper, Carey Mulligan, Matt Bomer, Maya Hawke, and uh, Sarah Silverman. Well, I asked off big nose. <laughs> uh, shot in both black and white and color film. It covers multiple decades of Bernstein's life. I like the way they're doing the lightsaber effects. Uh, I haven't seen that part of this. Uh, Maestro is set to reach select theaters on November 22nd and then will premiere on Netflix on December 20th. Pretty wild how they put them out less than a month later. Yeah. But I guess it's so they can have it for Oscar consideration. consideration, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then one more story. Variety reports that Chicago PD star Tracy Spiridakos is planning to leave the show after it's a season. Who is he? She. (laughs) He didn't even know. Are we sure it's a she? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. Uh, This comes one year after her on-screen husband, Jesse Lee Sofer, left the series after season 10. Is this one that your uh, wife watches? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Spiridakos joined uh, the NBC series. Although, you know what? She doesn't watch these as much anymore. Now it's all... 90 Day Fiance. Oh, really? And uh, Sister Wives and okay. stuff like She's, uh, that. made the jump. Which means I completely <laughs> check out on all of that. You could check day. in on a police procedural, but I, you're not going to watch. But no, yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. Uh, so <laughs> she joined the NBC series during its uh, fourth season and became a series regular during its fifth season and has also appeared on the spinoff Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and FBI as well. So she's leaving the show. Sorry. Why is there no Chicago Department of Sanitation? Uh, You know what? Yeah. There's... Give it time. Right there. (laughs) Give it time. There's your idea, Steve. There's your million-dollar idea. All right, clips. Here we go. The new animation television series Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix, is about super soldier Dolph Laserhawk... (laughs) who leads a team of rebel outcasts on a risky undercover mission to survive. And in this clip, the creator of the show, Adi Shankar, talks about trying to normalize adult anime in the United States. So this was, this was always where I wanted to land in, in animation. Not that I didn't want it to be my only thing, but I, I loved animation. And part of this is growing up in uh, Hong Kong and Southeast Asia, Adult animation is like a thing. It's just a normal thing. It's just a fact of life. Shut up, dummy. Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix is now streaming on Netflix. Here's our next clip. Blue Beetle is an action-adventure based on the DC comic book character, Jamie Reyes. And in this clip, uh, Angel Manuel Soto reflects on one of the reactions that he got from the film. Here it is. This one kid gave me a hug and started crying because he never thought that he was ever going to see not only his community represented that way, but also family members that reminded him of his own family being heroes. He felt like it was like he saw his family and he saw them the way he sees them as heroes in his life. Shut up, dummy. And that stars uh, Zolo uh, Marduena, who is the lead kid in uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It, the, the, the series has been away so long, I've forgotten the characters' names. <laughs> and I love that. What is it? Jamie? No. Jaime? No, no. No. Uh, you got to look him up on Cobra Kai. Miguel? Miguel. There you go. Thank you. So I'm going to watch that this weekend. 
Okay, Blue uh, Beetle? Yeah, yeah. Nice. You, got, you, can check, you can check it out. All right, and there you go. That's your entertainment <laughs> report for this morning. All right, let us take a quick break and uh, come back in just a moment or two. Uh, oh, by the way, the last Kmart in New Jersey yes. is set to close in October. This just in, Wait, if you oh, just tuned in. Where? Uh, that's what it says. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's oh, yeah. making a documentary yeah. about it. Five days uh, of October left. Bergen, oh. The Bergen County store. Uh, is, it says it's sparse, if not entirely empty. We got on a Kmart well, why conversation would we go then? earlier, yeah. and then uh, I just wanted some closure on right, this. Whole right, right. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Hang out for a bit. 933 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour is your shot at $1,000 in crisp college cash. Thanks to our friends at College Ave Student Loans. Whether you've got a nifty knack for making a dorm room look like a posh Hollywood apartment or maybe more of a pizza box and rock band poster vibe, show us. Make a short video. Start off with a Hey Preston and Steve and show off your decked out dorm room. Enter at our contest page at WMMR.com by 11 a.m. on November 2nd. Then we'll put them up for a vote to see who wins. Preston and Steve's Dorm Decor TikTok Tour. Presented by College Ave Student Loans. A better way to pay for college. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your school. So we got a, um, uh, I got an email from Bill Weston, uh, the whole staff did yesterday. Uh, Bill was at the Marconi Awards um, presentation last night. For those who don't know what the Marconi Awards are, they are an awards, uh, it's an award program set up for excellence in radio. Yes. It's considered the Oscars of the radio world. It's way up there. And WMMR was awarded Rock Station of the Year. Yay! How about that? That's pretty cool. Long time coming. Yeah, so he sent out a mm. uh, an email that said, I accepted Rock Station of the Year on behalf of the entire staff, the people who do all the work. I dedicated it to the people who have supported Rock Radio in Philadelphia for 55 years, our dear listeners of WMMR. Well put. So we have a bit of his acceptance cool. speech, Preston. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, he was excited. He was very excited. Yeah, so uh, so we got a Marconi, which is pretty damn cool. And, uh, and somebody had texted in this morning that uh, 98 Rock in Baltimore, Maryland had apparently, uh, I, I don't know if it was their morning show or who on there. It was, yeah. But uh, gave us a, uh, a big shout out and congratulations for winning that That's award. That's very nice. Really nice of you guys very to do classy. that. We there's, appreciate that. Thank you. Send some love back to those guys, please. Yeah, there's a guy named Justin that works there and uh, yeah. anytime I drive south, I listen to 98 Rock. They're a great radio station so for them to do that is a really cool mutual respect. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill Weston approved, yeah. by the way. So, uh, that's great. Dude, and, Bill? And, and I'm happy for Bill because Bill is retiring this yes. year. Yes, oh, he's yeah. retiring in a couple of months. He's going to uh, be. Santa's got to go. Santa's got to go. He's going to be done. Uh, what was now? There was a. It was just the station, right? Did Bill win a special award in? An, I like don't know. For him, no, Bam Bam I, called me and said Bam, that. Yeah, Jackie had asked about that. But and he I didn't also know. called Brussels sprout salad balls. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Perspective. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really know. I, I just, I regardless, just know the, oh, Preston, a win for the station is a win for Bill. I just thought that, uh, yeah, that the radio station one, because he didn't mention anything about himself. But Bill might be, you know, selfless enough to not say anything yes. if he also won an award. So maybe we'll find out. That's but, very cool. Yeah, I thought and, so. And thank, uh, thank, his, his thanks were really well written and uh, mean a lot. So. Yes. And to celebrate Bill Weston, we are now going to talk about Kathy Romano. Yes. Mainly uh, because I'm his favorite. So. That's right. You are his muse. No, but Kathy wanted to mention 
mention something. Kathy's got like three or four things to mention. <laughs> yeah, she does. So I think we're going into Kathy's world. Oh, Kathy's, Kathy's world. Car? Yeah. Kathbo's Kathbo, <laughs> totally Kathbo. <laughs> no, uh, so you wanted to mention something about the we'll call it the catheter, uh, the activities. Casey, where's our little stinger uh, for want, the activities? Oh, there's a fall activity. Okay. Yeah. Fall activities. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to mention some of the stuff that's still going on. We still have you know a couple of weeks left that you can get out, and, and this weekend is going to be amazing. Uh, you finally have good weather to take advantage of this. Finally, yeah. have good weather. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to hit a couple of things that are uh, still out there. So Sycamore and Stone Farm, which is our friend Jeff Devlin's farm, uh, they have a workshop coming up uh, this Saturday, right? The 28th is this Saturday? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they also have one on November 4th. So you can, uh, again, this whole list, my fall activities list on PrestonandSteve.com, you can go there uh, and you can sign up for the classes right from our website. So that's an option. Uh, Elmwood Park Zoo has their Boo at the Zoo weekends. They also have trick-or-treat nights uh, on the 27th, 28th, and 29th, which Excellent. is yeah, which is really fun for the kids. That was something we always did when Jace was uh, was younger. Uh, then the Hordeless Farm, which is was my farm pick for the this season. Uh, they're out in Newtown Bucks County. They have their last uh, harvest weekend, which will be taking place this weekend. And again, it's going to be gorgeous. So it'll be uh, a beautiful weekend to get out. Uh, Suds Factory Haunted Car Wash, the twenty oh. seventh through the thirtieth. Yeah, Case, uh, they are in Broomall. I know. I just went there on Saturday. Okay, so they have a haunted car wash on the weekend. So they're going to go the 27th through the 30th from 7 to 9, and then they'll wrap up their haunted car wash. Uh, Monsterville, which is uh, Merchantville, New Jersey, they have their zombie run uh, this weekend, and then also they do trick-or-treating for anybody that wants to come by uh, on the 31st from 3 to 7. So you still have time to go out and see uh, Merchantville, wow, which a lot. transforms into Monsterville. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. Jim We're Transformer. Yeah. Uh, we have the Pumpkin Playground at Longwood Gardens. That goes until November 12th. So if you can't get there before Halloween, uh, you can still go out there. But the, their fountain performances, that wraps up uh, this weekend on the 28th. And then, uh, oh, Cork and Candle in King of Prussia. So I'm actually headed out there tonight for Ooh. the Making Candles with Spirits. Oh, what uh, time are you going there? Uh, well, it's sold out, so you, you can't actually. Uh, yeah, but I know somebody. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. You. <laughs> um, so, but they do have uh, other events. They're, they added an, an event on Monday. Uh, I believe that one is sold out as well. However, there is a wait list. So if you want to go to the Monday event, uh, I believe you can put your name on the wait list. And again, the whole list on PrestonandSteve.com. Excellent. There's your fall activities. Get them uh, while you can. All right, now. What are the other things did you want to mention okay, first? So, so <laughs> one thing <laughs> I've been doing, home, you know, homework with Jace, helping him out uh, a lot lately. He has a couple of tests coming up. He had a fringe project, so we we've been you know working a lot on homework. And, what grade is he in? Uh, he's in sixth grade. He's taking French already. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. they, wow. they yeah. start in middle school, and they uh, he'll do French, he'll do Spanish, and. Dude. I forget what the third one. Maybe German is the okay. third one. Thank God they did it the stupid way when I was going. <laughs> and then he gets to choose which one he wants to stick with uh, um, right, throughout right. the rest of school. Um, so anyway, but in doing all of these, he, it's something that he does that, and I'm like, can what? Can you do that? Can you do it this way? Uh, and he he refuses to, and it's just I, I don't know if this is something you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's weird, or right. if you're like you're nuts, like I usually am. Okay. So when he has to erase something. When he has to erase something. Per- correct. Like we've written uh, it with physical the paper. Okay. On physical paper, yes. He will have to erase either with the, the little eraser on the pencil or like the bigger eraser yeah. if he makes, you know, a larger mistake. When he erases, all of the like eraser residue stays on the page and he just continues to write. Oh, he doesn't flick he it off there? And so I've showed him. I'm like, oh, look, honey, you just... 
You just brush you it just off. You just brush it off like yeah. that, and then yeah. you're right. And he looks at me like I'm nuts, and he just won't pick up on it. And he and it drives me nuts. I'm looking at him like you're writing all over the the, the eraser stuff. You're just, ruining everything. Your your lines are going to be irregular because now you're colliding with re- eraser residue. I, and I don't know why he won't just. Does he wait to the off. end? Does he wait to He's, the end? No, it'll live there forever. Do you? Oh. Do you? Will you hit him if you no, have to? Stop. Oh. No, 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 no. Um, well, and I try not to make it. I'm not going to make a big deal over eraser. Just residue. don't feed him. No, do make a big deal. Yeah, yeah. stop doing stop that. Yeah, like, you know what? He'll off. never get laid. And, <laughs> and Kathy, it's messy too. It's and it, as you're as you're writing, your pencil will it, it'll make irregular lines. I do this. <laughs> yeah, I would yes. do that. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. Blow it off of there. Just- <laughs> Yeah, looks at me like I'm nuts. He's like, okay, like sure. So if I Jesus ask him, Christ. yes, that's pretty much it. If <laughs> I ask kid. him, he will do it. It's not like he's saying no, I don't want to. Quick question, but it's not though. like it's in his mind to do that after he erases something. Well, why do I find it hard to believe you don't have an eraser, shavings, receptacle at the home <laughs> uh, for just such an occasion? Kathy, I saw a, a, a diatribe by one of our favorite people, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, and I don't know when it was posted, but it's a video where he talks about letting children make their own mistakes, including making messes. And by doing so, they learn that making mistakes is, um, you'll learn from the mistakes, right? And so, the the example that he gives is that, it, you know, if it's a toddler and they come up to a, a table and there's a, a glass on top of the table, uh, they're going to reach up for it and knock it over and spill it, and, and maybe the glass will break. Let them do that, because they will then figure out, this is an experiment. This is how things work, and I'm going to learn as a result and figure out what boundaries are and figure out, if I do this, these are the consequences. Right, right. Okay. And, and the entire intent behind all of that is, um, as a parent, you have to let kids make mistakes or figure out whether or not they like eraser shavings. <laughs> yeah. And if you set up all these weird little boundaries and and, and stuff that bothers you, um, he's never going to learn on his own. Right, right. Did but, you mention anything about hitting? Uh, uh, but no. <laughs> you do need to guide them, sure. you know, and and, and According say, to your principles. This might be a, uh, just to... Yeah, uh, but I, I avoid I mean, any issues. Here, this is the, the proper way to do it. All I'm doing is presenting an alternative uh, approach you. to parenting. Right. Why don't you try it this way, or I'll hit you? Uh, <laughs> just because Neil deGrasse Tyson is a an accomplished physicist, um, uh, uh, doesn't mean that he's the best parent or the best approach to parenting. He's just offering like a, an alternative. What, what's your yeah. system? Uh, well, because. <laughs> <sighs> Here we okay. go. Now we get it. No, 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 no. I, I, I disagree with Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's okay. okay. When you allow children sometimes to do things the way they feel like doing them, then... Then they're running a cult in Southern California. Stuff doesn't get done. Right. Right? So, and, and you know, we, okay. we've... Okay, go ahead. I'll give you an example. Okay. This is my dad recounting this story. I don't remember as a kid, but I was playing around with a... Uh, Can we uh, get him on the phone? Either an outlet... Or or oh. a, uh, a a lamp socket or yeah. something like something with electricity, mm-hmm. electricity, <laughs> right. okay. <laughs> And I apparently was not listening to no, don't touch that, no, don't touch that. And my dad took the okay. Then you're just going to find out. Uh. And apparently, I shocked the ever loving hell out of myself. <laughs> right. Um. Which is, I don't remember if I, I probably learned a good lesson from that, but probably could have been sternly <laughs> reprimanded as opposed to just let the kid shock himself. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
That's a little dangerous. <laughs> That's a All little. Right. It was a different Play time. with the dynamite. Yeah. Right. But uh, well, no. I mean, well, what was the voltage? Did he know what he was? Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? One twenty. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, I can one ten. Listen. So, uh, but when you did eventually shock yourself, then you learned, right? Or did you ever well, do it I again? I think uh, those uh, synapses were fried <laughs> in my brain. That's when and rock I don't remember it. And rock I- it! I blocked it out. Yeah, that's when my life changed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some uh, to, to, there there's a theory to parenting that that you just let them make the mistakes and find out what happens. But I think there's a balance between the two. I think you choose the proper times to do that, and then the other times, oh, there was, there was, and the other times you're like, mm, you don't want to do this, and trust me on this. And, I we you had, know what I mean. We had I had clearly remember my parents. This you don't do this. Don't d- just listen to me and don't do that. And then there were times where go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. See what yeah. happens. Yeah, exactly. I've told you. Yeah. You're not listening, so. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I remember the, I got this really cool telescope that could see around corners. And my mother said, don't wear it on your belt like that. You're going to lose it. Don't wear it on your belt like that. You're going to lose it. And I was like, I was going over to show my friend. <sighs> I pulled up in my, with my bike on the way she told me not to wear it in front of his house. There was a sewer right in front of his house. It fell off my belt and went in the sewer. Uh, Mom was right. Dude, my- Is that when you saw a clown that oh, yeah. had, 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 had <laughs> tore my arms off? Yeah. I remember. I remember this one time my dad got so mad at me because I did exactly what he told me not to do. I found a $5 bill out in front of don't my Don't come house. out of the basement. My dad says, uh, whatever you do, don't. Hey, that's great. You found five bucks. That's yeah. awesome. Do not tell anybody. Okay? Don't tell anybody because they're going, you know, essentially they he's saying. Back. Yeah. Well, no. Somebody's. Go- so what do I do? I go up to my brother was playing Atari with a bunch of his friends. Guys, I found five dollars out front. It's mine. One of his a-hole friends was like, that was mine. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I gave it to him. And then as it turns out, it was actually my cousins, uh, Debbie, who was over earlier that day, um, because back in the early 80s, $5 is actually a decent amount of money. So what did you do? So I gave the $5 to this liar who told me that it was his. <laughs> did you approach, did you confront him? Uh, Later? Once you child. found out it was Debbie's? I need you first to break of all, someone's knees. First yeah. of all, I was a child. Oh. Second of all, these guys were all three to four years older than me. Okay. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to beat up whatever. I don't even remember who that was. But okay. like, dude, it turned into this thing. Uh, my my brother's supposed to have a sleepover. People ended up canceling on him because it like turned into this thing. We, and, and then yeah. Hurricane Sandy. Dude, my dad jacked me up. He said, I told you not to. Did he? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Because he knew better. He knows the human condition. <laughs> People are thieves and liars. Right. And he knew this. See, he knew knew the power of hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so how did it turn into a thing where the sleepover was canceled? Because we, and... we eventually, we found out pretty quickly after Liar told me that it, it was yeah. his $5, we found out that it was my cousin, so we knew that it wasn't his. And did your parents confront this guy? They confronted it, and then oh. it turned into this thing, well, I'm not sleeping over that. And Later then, that night, he robs a liquor store? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, Kevin Heron stole, he slept over. He was a nice kid. All right, so Kathy, what's your story now? Is, he, is are you going to send Jason to military school? Or? <laughs> no, I'm no. I think I will. If he doesn't want to wipe it off, then I guess right. that's how he'll have to learn that it's going to cause crooked, crooked lines. By the way, <laughs> bizarrely, I, I thought of an eraser story. Uh, oh, it's, really? not a, it's not a story, but something I've always been curious about, Steve. You'll, you're you're, you're uh, in my realm right, right, yeah. of age range, and maybe you'll remember this. But do you recall? And I don't know who would have used this, but it was an eraser that was like a wheel. Yes, and on the end of it yes. was a little. 
a brush. brush. A brush. You guys remember the most bizarre these? thing. No, I just remember the two colored eraser, one for pencil, the other for so pen. So it was right. a ra- it was a wheel, and it it rolled, and it, and it had a brush on it. So, uh, but you would rub it from side to side, and go. then you go. Kathy, that was yeah. This is what was used to brush away oh, the, wow. the little oh, eraser. It's just going. <laughs> but I don't know who, why they surgeons. made those. Like who? No, not Probably surgeons, artists, right? Uh, it says typewriter, eraser, and brush. Yeah, that's a Eberhard Faber Van Dyke vintage. Do you have a Faber Van Dyke vintage eraser? <laughs> hmm. My son's rather messy. I wonder if people have eraser collections. Kathy, get him one of these because it'll I be know, fun right? to use the brush to erase his. Uh, yeah. His, That'll be it. And then he'll use it because there's a little brush. Debris. Yeah. Or he just needs to stop making mistakes. Or you know I mean? hit him. <laughs> yeah. Use a ruler. Hit his hands every time he makes a mistake. Stop writing with your left hand. All right. So that's that's uh, topic one. All with, right. Uh, Did we help you? Totally cath bow. Uh, no, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that okay. the eraser shavings bother another me. Another thing you wanted to share. Yeah, so there's, um, I, and I've been meaning to bring this up for years because I see it all of the time. Um, but there, <laughs> there is a road that I take, uh, through Plymouth Meeting and it goes over the turnpike. Uh, and there's sort of like, like an access road, I guess. I, I don't like know. Like a service road? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess so. You know, it's not for, like, the public can't use it. Right. I, I don't Only know. Who, Kathy. I don't know who it's for, but yeah, you can kind of go, like, on the side of the turnpike from this random road in Plymouth Meeting. But there's a sign there that makes me laugh every time I go by, and I have no idea what it means, but it's called the laydown yard. The laydown <laughs> yard? The laydown yard. I'm like, so you just go down there and lay okay. down? Like, the laydown yard. Is this sign like an official PennDOT sign? Is it? Does it look, you know, like that? Or is it a... Uh, like it's a, a, a city private. sign? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a city sign. It, okay. it's a, a municipal yeah. sign. Yeah, it's well, a metal yeah. sign up on on this access road, and it says laydown yard. What color is it? It is white and green. Okay. White and green. And it says the lay down, lay down yard. It's, a, it's across from the getting down cul-de-sac. I, I have no <laughs> idea what it means. <laughs> yeah, I live off of drop down. it like it's hot, right across from the lay down yard. Uh, <laughs> how many words? Oh, is lay I, live, down? I live on all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lane. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. by kick him to the curb. <laughs> Talk to the hand. Why? No, that's where I live. Talk to the hand. <laughs> Kathy, is lay down one word or two? Um, I think it's two. I think okay. it's two on the sign. It's like oh. a construction thing, apparently. Is it? Yeah, so I Googled it. Um. I mean, I know. So I, I know I can anyone use Google? Can anyone use Google? Nick, can Wait. you Google this for me? Yes, I can. Yeah, apparently it's Googleable. And uh, what does it describe what a laydown yard is? Like construction equipment, stuff that uh, you would need to lay down um. and uh, store outside. And we're we're like- getting calls. I will go to some okay. calls. Okay. So what I would do, contribute. I would go there. I would take that as a sign that if you're tired, uh, I was like, um, is it for truck go, drivers go lay down. to nap? What is this? Yeah. A bunch of... But it's a yard. You go lay in the grass. Yeah, which is very nice. That is nice. Yeah. Taking a, the turnpike. Taking a nap next to the turnpike on the grass. doing? Yeah. Where is your truck going to? Is Mike calling about a lay down yard? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, okay, go ahead and put him on hold. On. I'm, I'm going to go to him. Hi, uh, Mike. Good morning. Morning. Uh, all right, Mike says here you're a turnpike worker? No, I'm not. I actually live um, about two minutes away from where that sign is. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And what can you enlighten us about? Uh, well, one, I laugh at the sign every day that I drive down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckle every time, um, Mike. <laughs> and... Uh, 
But, uh, yeah, that's where it's where all the workers do uh, can go and park all their equipment or they stage for when they're doing work on the turnpike or coming on or oh, off the turnpike. Okay. okay. And, so it's, they- and it's also where the stadies come on and off at. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. I got you. All right. So thank you. So, Not a problem. Appreciate that, Mike. I didn't know they rehearse when they go out to do. Um, all right. Now, you say, put that road cone there, Bill. Like they're reading from a script, like oh, it's a rehearsal. Uh, that kind yeah. of rehearsal. Wait, what was the last thing you said? It's it's for what? It's where the stadies come out. The the uh, state police can access the I guess the turnpike very yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. in certain spots. Is there are like you said there there uh, for official uh, equipment only little exits uh, where they can pull off. And I know that one on the northeast extension. For the longest time, there was a stretch of road. It was a is a more main thoroughfare where it was one of those state trooper roads. I didn't realize it was that. Yeah. And I was using it myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of them have a little gate. Right. Uh, that there was will, no gate. That will slide open, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Are you allowed to, uh, because there are, there's sometimes there's access to like the, um, you know, like where the, the Burger Kings are or whatever along right. the turnpike. Are you allowed to uh, drive into those to go to that restaurant? Like if you're not on the turnpike? Because be- there are access yes. roads. Are there? I, some, sometimes. Sometimes there and are. And sometimes, like, the gates for them. The, here's the reason I know. So he's asking if there is a Burger King in a in a, in a rest stop yeah. that you, you perceive as only being accessible well, on the main thoroughfare, and, correct? And so the reason I'm bringing it up, Steve, is that um, some people were meeting uh, other people for a ride. My, my aunt right. was going to West Virginia, and she wanted to know, can I get picked up at this Burger King? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I've always thought, because I've never really found a way... Out of those, other than entrances and exits from the turnpike right. only, there was know. that you can't do that. There was one, and I that I remember clearly thinking the same thing, Nick. And I remember that there was um, a road. It was right on the uh, um, on the PA turnpike, and it used. I think they have since closed it down because it was one I would always say going back up to New York, and the, it was buttressed right up against a very residential area. And I I remember seeing a road that came in from that way. Is it the one by Valley Forge Park? No, it, this one's closer to the Jersey Turnpike. Okay, yeah, but it, it's no longer there. Gotcha. I used to go. I used to stop there when I was visiting Barbaro. No, so it was, and it was, uh, but it was, it had that same sort of, um, that same sort of thing. But it seemed like, yeah, mm. there's this whole community right there. Maybe they want to go to this Burger King. So there's a road that goes into Valley Forge uh, Park, and it crosses the turnpike. And to, if you're going into the park, to the right of that road is one of the rest stops. I think they're actually working on it now. Huh. Um, but. Um, we could walk there because I grew up in a community near Chesterbrook. You could walk from Chesterbrook into that and go to the Burger King because that was the closest Burger King that we had. Wow. I want that question answered, but we need to determine whether a lot of these rest stops will allow you access, you know, if, if it's close enough to a residential area or are there usually off main thoroughfare entrances to these rest stops. I'm getting some texts. This one says uh, you can park in adjacent lot and walk into those rest stop restaurants. How do you think employees get them to work? I thought they just drove on the main get thoroughfare. Get to, to work. I thought so too. I thought they'd jump on the turnpike and maybe they have some kind of a special pass. Yeah, that would get them out of the, uh, like the get, toll. Like a motorcade? Uh, like a motorcade? Takes them in. Helicopter. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Burger King workers here. Let them through. 
you can get to those places by another parking lot. Is how the workers get there since they aren't required to use a turnpike to get to work. So I guess so. But but can you as just a, a civilian, a regular civilian, right? A non a non worker, not part of the kingdom. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to go to Joey. Hi, Joey. Good morning. Hey guys, stop bothering me. Work. We will. We apologize. What's uh, up, ma'am? Yeah, I deliver to those occasionally, so there's a gated access for deliveries and workers. Okay, so but you need to be you need to to, to have some type of official business. You can't just be a, a huge that's Burger right. King fan. Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, right. that's kind of weird. Thanks, Joey. What if you're What if you're within spitting distance of your of an incredible rest stop Burger King, and, and you, you walk there, you, you sit there. Hang on. We have a we have a former uh, New Jersey State Trooper. And so, right. so anything in Jersey, he can answer the questions about the rest stops. Hi, Doug. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. All right. So, um, what can you tell us about access to a rest stop? Do you do you have to be on the turnpike in order to to hit one of those rest stops? You you basically are supposed to. The problem that you would open yourself up to the ones in Jersey all have exits out the back of them, and it just like the other uh, caller said, they're for people that work in the rest stop area, people that work in the restaurant deliveries, um, and whatnot. What okay. would happen is is that I mean, if you're seen by a trooper going out one, um, you, they could think that you're dodging a toll because if you think about it, if you're on the turnpike and you True. live near there, you could get off, and now you're not paying the toll. Okay. On the turnpike. Uh, so, you're on. So yeah, no, I, that makes down to do you want to risk being seen? I'm not going to give you advice and say to do it. Yeah. Obviously, because you could get caught. But that's basically, they're only supposed to be used for workers and delivery. Doug, what if you were to put um, like a, a siren, a flashing light on the top of your car? <laughs> would, would that be well, legal? I guess you would just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop you. Just get one of those magnetic, I'm an undercover cop. Um, yeah. Fast food that, division. That, <laughs> fast food division. We're here for curly fries. Um, awesome. All right, Doug, thanks for the heads up. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, see you, buddy. If you're obviously if you're that close, I think you make the point you're within walking distance, you know. Uh, yeah. But I, I am a fan of rest stops. I like those. Um, you know, when they're, they're I'm okay with yeah. Them. I mean, I, I, I they're don't, fun. You hang out, you talk to people. I don't prefer them. I think the food's usually fairly substandard at the rest stops. Personally, the ease with which you can get bathroom handies at those places oh is, is sensational. Yes. And either it doesn't yeah. matter whatever sex you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter whatever you're feeling. You'll find it at the rest stop because they're traveling and they're never. You know, they're All passing right. through. I'm going to give Kathy a chance to bring up one more thing wow. uh, that you've been waiting for for a while to mention. Oh, yes. And this is another uh, uh, is this, observation from the road. Is it Kathy's corner or <laughs> the catheter? I like Kathy's corner. Okay. Kathy's corner or Kathy's world. Mm. Um, yes. And this is just an observation. There's really no question behind it. I just love these guys. And um, so we have music. For I, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll eventually get to it. Casey's like, no. Uh, no. No. Kathy's <laughs> Corner. <laughs> Another story from Kathy's Corner. So we take a different, uh, I have to take a different way home from uh, from school uh, on some days because of something that we have to do after school. And um, I pass by what I believe is a Pico, some sort of Pico yard, I think. It's not the lay down yard. 
It's not the laydown yard, right. no. But it's not far from the laydown yard. Okay. These are uh, people, people that work for the company Pico. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out in your neighborhood. I believe that's what it is. I see a ton of trucks. They they don't say Pico on them, but they're the um they, they kind of are the the same same cars, same Pico-ish. colors, whatever. Pico ish, yeah. So I, that's what I think it is. But anyway, it's a group of of guys that my guess is they're starting their shift when I pass by. They're probably like a second shift or a later shift. How many people you think? Um, maybe I don't know twenty thirty guys. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a, it's a big group, big group of people. Um, and they kind of go off to the side of this yard and where there's a big open grassy area. And every time I go by, and again, I don't go every day, but every time I drive by, they are out there with a yoga instructor, and they're all stretching and doing like a quick, I guess, a quick yoga um, practice a session before huh. they they go out. And there's all kinds of are these uh, like it's like a road crew? I think I think they're climbing. They're I think climbing. the guys that are that are going oh, up because right. because I've seen a couple of them. Mm. It, it looks like maybe some sort of like and we're practice. climbing and we're climbing. It, it looks like a practice yard or something on one side, and then I think there are actual wires. Right. And, okay, so I think I believe that they're the guys that are going up. I would like uh, fellow confirmation of uh, people who have seen this as well uh, to call and tell us two one five two six three WMMR. Where is this again? Uh, it's in Plymouth Meeting. In Plymouth Meeting. Yeah, right. and um, Plymouth Meeting's rocking. On what road? Uh, oh my gosh, what is, uh, Gallagher? Wait, uh, let me look it up. Right. It's right near Target. I, okay, it's right near Target, fair enough. I, I think I know the area you're talking about. It's like the, you, you almost it's wouldn't. It's across from Talk to the Hand. You almost wouldn't take the, you know what, it, it's, Target would be on your right and Cracker Barrel yeah. would be on so your left. so it's the road you take to go to Cracker Barrel. Right. But, and yes, and there are some Transformers and stuff down that way, yep. some electrical. Okay, so, uh, what Transformer? Uh, I know it's I, going. Okay. I know it's going. <laughs> I just said Transformer. What Transformer? Uh, so, so they're out doing this collective class together. I think that I wish I had the time to do that. I, but you do? No, just it's, get up at one. That's all I'd have to do. <laughs> we could come in at one. I would, yeah. it would be so great to have you know, Steve. Um, and and you've seen it before. Uh, some uh, businesses in Japan, yes, will do a calisthenics program. Gung Ho. Before, if you ever saw the movie Gung Ho, yeah. it's about these auto workers. A Japanese uh, auto worker uh, company takes over, and they come in. And they start instituting this this calisthenics program in the morning. Get you Everybody up and hates it at first, uh-huh. but later on, they're like. They're into it. Well, people don't know you when you and I come in. We do a little tumble routine in yeah. the in, in the yeah. room, and it's fun. It wakes us up. But you know, what? listen, I appreciate that the guys are. They're all. I mean, there's a ton of them out there. They're all doing the stretches. Like the one day they were down on the grass in you know, really? sort of, yeah, like downward dog position or whatever. So, so do you believe? So is there actual uh, um, infrastructure there where they're learning how to climb things or whatever? Or, or I, is is there? What, what makes you actu- think? Yes, I did see them one day. I don't know if it was like like I said. I'm not sure if it was like a practice yard or it was actually they were climbing up to do some work or, or whatever. Huh. But there is like a whole area there. Preston was right. Transformers well, or whatever. Think about this. So you're you're the state and you fund the stretching programs. Think about how much you'd have to pay out for injuries mm-hmm. yeah. in- incurred. Yeah. Right? And this is a way right. to help uh, avoid that. There's a lot of calls and All texts right. uh, coming in, uh, Kathy, so you're not the only one that's noticed this. I'm going to go to Lou. Uh, first of all, hey, Lou, good morning to you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was Flogging the log. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's up? I'm sorry. I'm What's very up? Sorry. Hey guys. Good morning. Listen, I, I'm pretty sure what Kathy might be seeing is um, like just basically early morning exercises. If these guys got to do something physical, I work as a as an automotive technician, and uh, I used to work at a dealership where like part of the deal was morning meetings. And stretching just to make sure that, like, you know, you're kind of limber and, you know, your back's not bothering you and you're. Huh. I did. I did so that, and, the day. and you believe, uh, Lou, this is fairly common. 
Yeah, so even in Japan, actually, it's weird. You, I don't know why I'm, I go to, like, weird YouTube holes. And uh, I watched, like, this. there was, like, this automotive, like, YouTube channel and, like, from all around the world and, like, how technicians work. And part, and part of the deal in Japan is, like, that's customary. Everyone yeah. goes out. Everyone does stretches for, like, a half of an hour, you know, you know 40 minutes, and then they go to work. Okay. How right, much so- would you love here if the entire building went out and did jazzercise every morning? <laughs> Lou, question. You know, have, do, do, people, uh, do people enjoy doing that, in your opinion, that when you've been oh, a part no, of it? Dude, are you kidding me? It's, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. i got to go fix cars. The last thing I want to do is go stretch outside <laughs> for 50 minutes with a bunch of idiots that I don't even like. So you're into it. So you love it. Actually, so you Lou, Lou runs the program. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you morons. All right. Let's go have a seizure in the parking lot. But you know what? I think, Thanks, Lou. I think yeah. when I drive by, so I, I think of people like Lou, like uh, that, and I, I kind of appreciate that all of those guys are out there and actually doing it. It's Well, if you stop and think all about right. it, you're looking to stop injury from occurring, yeah. and you're stretched out, it makes sense. All right, we have uh, several calls coming okay. in. We're going to go uh, next to Gary here. Oh, Gary! <laughs> Hi, Gary, you're on the air. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. what's up, man? Hey, it's a Pico Line School training class. They do it every day. My buddy's in the class. Okay, right. that that makes sense. That's what I thought. Maybe it was something like that. What does your buddy think about it? I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet, but um, he's been trying to get there for a while. It's a lot. Like I said, I used to work for Pico, so I know what goes on. Is your buddy's and name Lou by any chance? Every day for work too. Okay. All right. All right. So, so how much, uh, Kathy? Thanks, Gary. Do you get the impression it's like a half hour or like a quick ten minutes? You know, what I you I'm just you driving don't just sit by. There and watch no. all those hot men uh, working out. I'm just driving by, so I don't know how long they're out there. I just know that they're out there almost every day. All right, Joanna. We're going to go to her because her husband is in the training course uh, to become a lineman. Hi, uh, Joanna. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. What's up, Joanna? <laughs> Uh, yeah, my husband is in the line school right now, um, and it's, like, really intense. They do it every morning, and they're climbing every day. Um, so they're definitely working hard out there, but it's it's pretty cool. I know he likes it. No, it's cool. Is his he goal to become it. a lineman for the county? Um yeah, for Pico. So they're going to be, um, he's like training to be able to like go up on the poles um, and do like, you know, the, all the electric work. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I, I know a guy, he was uh, worked in Wichita. Did he? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's, that's, uh, well, that's cool. I, listen, you would want, you'd want to be physically capable and stretched out if you're going, that is a high risk job. So, yeah. well, good for him, Joanna. That's cool. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, so somebody had uh, was on hold, but they hung up and said that OSHA is uh, requiring this more and more uh, to help avoid injury. Right. uh, To get you stretched out and ready to go. uh, And, Kathy, you saw this little factoid this morning, even about playing golf. You said the majority of back injuries from golfers are the ones who aren't stretching properly before they have Do you stretch? I do, yeah. Okay, what do you do? Yoga? No, I don't do yoga, but there, there was a video online that I've, I found that a golfer recommended a series of stretches. Do you gurning? Ten, ten minutes. I don't do any gurning. I don't stretch my face. You don't use your face in golf. Oh. So I don't do that at all. But I could, uh, yeah, I could show you all the stretches I do, but uh, it would take some time. Okay. But yeah, I have, a, I have a routine all that, right. that I do without question. I need to do that. Uh, yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. And number one, it avoids injury and also gets you loosened up and, and ready to play. So, um, And by the way, I finally found this. Dude. And the Still on the line. 
right, let me let me go to Nathan real quick here. Hi, uh, Nathan. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, bud. Uh, what'd you want to share? So uh, when I worked out in San Francisco with the union, uh, every morning for about 15 minutes, about 30 to 50 guys would stand in a circle and stretch. Okay. Each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was uh, definitely interesting. I never experienced anything like that. Well, that makes, uh, I, I think that makes sense. I'm sure it was awkward at first, but after a while, did it turn into something that was a part of just your regular routine and you accepted it? Daisy yeah, chain. Exactly. And yeah, actually, I mean, I should do it every day, but I don't, unless I'm forced to. So. Listen, a lot of those jobs are so physical. If you don't do like anything, if you're, if you're going to do it for recreational and you're doing it like stuff, line work and anything that requires yeah. you moving up and down or moving things in general, yep. it does help. All right, thanks, Nathan. Yep. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, well, there you go, Kath. So there's there's your answers. I think yeah. we had we answered all your questions. You did. Thank you very all much. Right. I appreciate that. And Chris is, uh, says you get a uh, an, a discount if you do insurance wise if you do the stretching. That's at least jobs. Oh, it says okay. jobs will get an insurance yes. discount oh. if they have a stretching class. So all right, well, there you go. This has been uh, Kathy's corner on the Preston and Steve show. How all about things, that? All things Romano. Yeah, there you go. Kathy's corner. Down yards yeah. to yoga with the Pico crew to rest stops to rest stops. Yeah, we're all over the place. To Steve's insistence that you punch your child. <laughs> all right, uh, let's take a break and come back and get to the bizarre file. Yes. And uh, a couple of guests we're going to talk to quickly about some events coming up that you might want to be a part of. So stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order. But it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system. Streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
A reminder, this very evening, Casey Boy is going to be in his old haunt uh, at the Trap Tavern. Uh, it's for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Right across from our scientists? Yeah. Is it, is, our scientists is across the street, essentially, right? Well, down the street, down really. The street? Okay. Down the street, really. Um, you the know. town's got to be a buzz knowing that? that you're coming back. Oh, yeah. yeah everybody's going crazy. Do you like going back to, to the... Like- to the bar, though, that you hung out with your, I mean, hung out at your entire college career. Yeah, but it's not the bar that I used to go yeah, to. Okay. It is way nicer and bigger than it ever was <laughs> when I was there. I mean, honestly, the bathroom there, Kathy, was about as uh, <laughs> about as big from like where Preston is to that wall, and that was it. That was it. Like yeah, that yeah. was it, uh-huh. and it was. But now, like. Hot they got a hot tub in there now. They got a hot tub. No, but they have a, like a, you know, an outside deck and upstairs. So, you know, it's wow. it's it's okay. really nice these days. Uh, so Casey will be there tonight from seven to nine, and uh, stop by because there's free MMR Bud Light Kelly Green T-shirts while those last, and also a chance for you to win tickets to the Eagles game against Buffalo, uh, November twenty sixth. So that is courtesy of Bud Light. So stop by and see Casey tonight at the trap. Please. All right, we're gonna um, have a couple of guests in, but we're gonna do the B file first. So here we go. No. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Sports and Social. Cheer on the birds just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social Live Casino and Hotel Philly. You can watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with halftime contest, Bud Light giveaways, memorabilia, and a bunch more. So let's start with this one. A 23-year-old flight school student is accused of sabotaging 10 aircraft at a Florida airport after he was denied a solo flight. So he sabotaged the aircraft? Yeah. That's Uh, kind of rude. Yeah, it happened at uh, Treasure Coast Flight School, north of Miami. The student became angry. Where did the wings go? He became (laughs) angry after school instructors would not allow him to take a solo flight. Uh, According to a report, school officials called the sheriff's office when they said they saw the student on video going from plane to plane, causing damage to each aircraft, items such as the plane's throttle was damaged. You little rascal. Ten of the uh, aircraft had to be grounded while mechanics determined the extent of the damage. So the sheriff said that uh, something terrible could have happened had the damage of the planes not been discovered prior to takeoff. Some of the damage would have impacted their ability to land. So, But you didn't let me take a solo. People could have died. Uh, the student who was visiting the United States was arrested and was charged with felony criminal mischief. Uh, employees at Arlington Auto Wrecking in Akron got creative when they realized a man had broken into one of their cars, going to extreme measures to make sure that he couldn't escape. When employees realized that a man had broken into one of their vehicles and was still inside, they lifted the car up with their <laughs> forklift and left him hanging in the air 20 awesome. feet up until police got there. Wow. I love it. Uh, their antics even had the 911 operator cracking up when they called it in. <sighs> they should have put him in the vehicle crusher, Preston. Employees told police they were sick and tired of people breaking into their shop and stealing from them. So when they uh, caught a man who had broken into one of their cars uh, for what they claim was the third time, they weren't taking any chances. Uh, according to an employee, he said we were having a lot of trouble here with people stealing stuff and everything and got a guy that passed out or crashed in one of our vehicles in our yard. And I got the vehicle picked up with the loader and he's probably 20 feet in the air now. It's and great. I refuse to drop this thing to let him out and run. I love it. He said, I mean, we just had so many problems here with theft and catalytic com- yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just fires and everything. So people, uh, pe- police arrested 26-year-old Alexander Funk for criminal trespassing and processing criminal tools. Here comes the Funk, right? Hey, 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 yeah. Hey. Oh, disco lights. Hang on a second. Yeah. That's all. That's all. 
That's all for Mr. Funk. Uh-huh. So thank you very much. Okay. All right. Moving on. Next story. All right. Kill the funk. All right. Kill you the funk. You can't kill the funk. I know. <laughs> and it's Bootsy Collins' birthday. Yeah, yeah. I know. So P-Funk's, it all works out. P-Funk's at Parks tomorrow night. What? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Right now he's sleeping in the laydown yard. All right. A passenger is up in arms after getting booted from a flight for allegedly petting her dog on a plane. Uh, everyone, she you said. You son of a bitch. She said, everyone around us was like, what is going on here? This is Sarah Price who wrote this. According to the video, uh, this occurred while the unnamed passenger was flying on a Southwest Airlines plane from Colorado back home to California with her eight week old, eight week old puppy Sitka in tow. Did you just pet my puppy? Uh, thank Things went south after the pooch started to whine a little when she was waiting to take her seat. Now, the flight attendant checking the boarding passes came over and said, if the dog continues to make that noise, you won't be able to fly. So the owner started petting the dog, which reportedly calmed it down right away. But that only exacerbated the situation. After everyone was seated, the woman continued to pet Sitka through the top of the carrier. And this prompted the same flight attendant to come over and declare that the crate had to be zipped at all times and under the seat. Well, you can't pet the dog if the crate... Zipped. According to uh, Southwest's pet policy, pets must be secured in the pet carrier at all times while in the gate area during boarding and deplaning. And for the flight, uh, for the entire flight, if you don't follow this requirement, your pet may be denied transportation. So flabbergasted at the seemingly contradictory instructions, the bewildered owner said that she was just trying to calm her pet and thought that she could wait until everyone had boarded. However, the employee told her to cease now, so she obliged, which the pooch started whining again. Uh-huh. Uh, Price explained that things came to a head after the flyer in an effort to ease Sitka's tensions, resumed petting her pup through the mesh in the carrier. Uh, the attendant came over and said, are we going to have a problem here? She said, no, it's closed. The plane starts moving out of the gate. The attendant see her bend down to pet the puppy through the mesh, still fully zipped carrier. They subsequently gathered at the front of the plane and decided we need to return to the gate and that she should be removed from the flight. That's it, up. Yeah. Uh, according, uh, accompanying footage showed the woman being escorted off of the plane. We're going to have to euthanize it. As she... Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Calls the flight... Hold the puppy up. I don't want to wing a passenger. Uh, she calls the flight attendant a mean person and vows to never You're fly mean. southwest again. So so they kicked him off the flight. Uh, l- listen, that is uh, seems, pr- you know, pretty uh, arch you to do that. You compromise. You're right. Yeah. She's, she's petting the dog over the mesh. Yeah. All right. And then we're going to do one more story and uh, wrap it on this one. Let's go. Yeah, let's go with this one. A in uh, oh wow this is in Kokomo Indiana oh, Kokomo my God. Nick's, Yo. Nick's favorite worst part of song. Indiana and had no idea that there was a Kokomo Indiana who I want to take you down to Kokomo what a great song who would have imagined that the guy who wrote this had an active relationship with his own daughter. <laughs> Wait a minute. Papa John Phillips wrote Kokomo. John Phillips wrote Kokomo? Yep. I had no idea. Uh, All right. No, I don't know if I like it. All right. Now now there's a whole Uh, subtext. uh, Now you're going to hate Kokomo even more. Oh. Because these are two things that aren't supposed to go together. Haircuts and fast food. But the Howard County Health Department has now opened an investigation into the Kokomo Taco Bell uh, after reports of a new hairdo happening in the kitchen. Jennifer Lager uh, was the person who took the picture of the two employees. She said that she worked at the Taco Bell for about a month before the incident. Uh, she said 
said she has worked in the food industry for 10 years. She said the haircut happened Thursday morning as the crew was getting ready for the lunch rush. The employee getting the haircut had a trash bag draped around her uh, to keep the hair off her clothing. The haircut was happening in the kitchen. In an active kitchen in, in a fast food restaurant. The kitchen. She okay. about three feet away from where you make the food. The proctologist is here. Lager said that uh, she took the picture and sent it to a few friends, not intending it for it to be seen anyone else, but the photo wow. was eventually posted on social media. Uh, Lager said she was fired from the Taco Bell for taking the picture, huh. and once she was let go from her job, she went ahead and posted the picture on her own social media. Uh, the health department responded to a complaint and an inspection was done. A department spokesperson did not confirm or deny that the haircut photo was connected to the complaint, uh, but Lager said she's frustrated about being fired, but happy that someone is looking into the Taco Bell for the incident. Anyone yeah. who's worked in the fast food industry, occasionally got to do stuff like that. And I used to grab a quick enema when yeah. I had to. Always know. in the kitchen, though. Yeah. But yeah, the chances always of in the that kitchen. splashing on the food. Uh-huh. Well, I used a big garbage bag. Very rare uh, compared to a haircut. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, so um, we have a couple people we're going to welcome. There's a, an event, a fundraising event that is coming up. It's near and dear to my heart because my youngest is the one who helped organize. Wow. Doctors. That is great. Yeah. Daughters. Daughters. So, so this is uh, this event's coming up on uh, November 4th, and it's for, no, November 6th? November 6th, thank right. you. Uh, it is for the Souderton Area High School Rock Band class. Which is apparently amazing. It is. Yes. Uh, and the rock band's only been around for a few years, and uh, my youngest is is a member of the rock nice. band uh, community and has been for, is this your third year, by the way? Yeah. Uh, so we want to welcome uh, the director of the rock band, the man behind this, uh, Mr. Adam Tuck. Hey, 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 this hey, hey, Thanks, guys. Really appreciate this. Thank nice you. to see you, Adam, and my youngest, uh, Caroline, who hey! goes by Wilson hey! Hey! at uh, Souderton. And also, I got to give some love to the other members of the rock band who are here Vienna, Clinton, Sarah, Caden, Jackson, and Hunter, who are all students and they're all in rock band. Yeah, there we go. So, what? <laughs> they're pumped. I know. They're, 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 they're definitely. Yeah. Oh, and I'll mention. Uh, Caden and Clinton's band is called uh, C4, and they're Might great. I've actually, I've actually been to see them before. They're oh, fantastic. Yeah? yeah. Okay, hang on a second. Are the two other members in the band, uh, do their names begin with a C? Yeah. And that's why you're C4? Yeah. Okay. There it is. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Badass. I didn't Honestly, I, I just figured that out now, too, see, Casey. Right I feel horrible. Just me. Oh, man. By the way, I saw Clinton as a bass player, and I saw him play oh. a, a Jacko Pastorius song. Oh. Which is insane. No, it's no, not. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they're really great. Band. And so real quick, and Caroline or Wilson is here with us as well, uh, who is the sound engineer uh, for the group. And that's uh, what Caroline wants to do or Wilson wants to do for a living, believe it or not, which is pretty cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. You tech, you're in here and I see you doing stuff. And, and uh, we tried to get you hooked up with uh, Rodney because yeah. he's one of the best to learn with. And uh, I think I'm as excited as your dad is about you getting involved in this stuff because it's so cool. No one is more necessary. I mean, obviously, Preston, the musicians do play a heavy part in the whole thing. But in the recording end of it, that's very cool. So so what's going on? What can people expect at the event? So um, this was a fundraiser actually organized by Wilson and Vienna back there. There she is. Um, 
we are looking to just get some new equipment to upgrade what we have. So a fundraiser. Yeah. 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 Fun, yeah. So we're looking, uh, hopefully, new soundboard. Yeah. Chime in here. New soundboard, new microphones. Mm-hmm. We're looking to get in a computer to kind of like be our controller for it. And uh, I'm putting all my trust into Wilson for learning. <laughs> okay. stuff too, so. so the reason I find this so important is because uh, what's unique about this rock band program, and, and Adam, you can uh, uh, add a little bit of more clarity on this, but <clears throat> this is a, different than your traditional band classes that you take, yep. your traditional music classes. You don't need need to read music in order to be in rock. Correct. Really? Yeah. yeah that that's was, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the impetus for like starting the group. Because a lot of times that is, well, yeah. there are a tremendous amount of very well-off musicians who can't read music. Yeah. So, uh, and and by the time you get to high school, if you decide you want to play a musical instrument uh, in, in a school atmosphere, you already need a working knowledge of how to read music. And right. if you've missed that boat, it's too late. Mm. This is an opportunity for you to jump in. I like this. Learn in a different way. So then yep. that means I could join. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I yep. can't read music. Doors always I open. I can't play music. Always <laughs> open. Okay. Cool. Don't steal my job, though. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you are number one here. And so Carter, uh, my middle child, uh, was in the very first year that Rock yeah, Band was. Yep. Uh, was in existence. So how was it? Five years now? Four years? We are in our fourth year okay. as a class right and, now. Yeah. And we're starting to see more of these classes at other schools. Yep. Yeah, we were, we like to say we were kind of like a pioneer, one of the first uh, districts to put forth like a modern band. May I say, son of a bitch, because they didn't have this when I was, <laughs> yeah, I would have benefited totally. so, because that was, yeah. that was a huge thing for you, like you had to have that. Yeah. And I would have loved to have, uh, you know, uh, maybe jumped back in later on and taken a shot at this. But yeah. listen, I guess radio's working out. So. <laughs> um, and so, Adam, so the event is coming up on the 6th. There's, a, there's yeah. a show that you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. So we... Uh, you know, we have our set list ready to go. We have C4, as you said, they're going to be opening for us. And their names yeah. all begin with C. So. They do. They, <laughs> yep, yep. New knowledge coming out of this today. But here's, here's what warms my heart is, so, Caroline Wilson, now, when, when we get together, we will listen to music, and it's music that I am so happy that I... I'm being uh-huh. turned on to music from artists that I've been listening to for ages, like deep cuts that like I've never even heard before. Isn't that wild? Isn't yeah, that wild that you get because Elton John and Billy Joel. I mean, some of the biggies and uh, and all kinds of stuff. And and you're, you'll listen to Rush. Oh, and I love Elton John. Big We've heard that you are a massive. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing that all this is happening. And you know what? What you you guys have is the benefit of um, there are full catalogs of yes. music. We used to have to sweat and wait for every freaking an album to come out. You got it all at once. Very cool. One of the coolest things about this is that on the flip side, they're exposing like me to some of the newer music, and I'm really, really stubborn when it comes like to music. Neil Sedaka. And- <laughs> <laughs> Just, a, I mean, a few of the contemporary cuts from last year, there was a band called The Greeting Committee that these guys took me on to, and that was one of their best songs last year. Awesome. And it's just stuff I've never heard of. So I love it's, this. It's awesome. So the show is going to be November 6th. It's going to be at Southerton High School. Yep. At 6.30. 6.30, so early enough for me to make it. <laughs> That's right. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, how do you get tickets, by the way? Uh, well, or is it pay at the door? Pay at the door. Okay. Oh, there you go. Five dollars. Walk up. Five dollars. Five bucks. Five dollars. Yeah. Five bucks. And we're going to be doing raffle items. I'm going to play a little clip of uh, of you guys. Uh, Marissa pulled this. Uh, this is uh, a little bit of a rock band. The, the recording is okay, but uh, here. <laughs>
that Sarah singing? No. Or, that's Allie. Allie singing. Is that Allie singing? Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't even know that was. So you don't know their names begin with C, and you don't know who's singing. <laughs> I'm just I'm useless completely. Um, Ashlyn has a question, real quick. Ashlyn, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up? First time caller. Hey, I want to make a donation um, oh. to the program on behalf of Wilson. That's it. Uh, she, uh, she wants to make a donation, Press. Uh, so the check goes to Nick McElwain. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, there a way, is there a way if people want to help out with this that they can do outside of going to the event if they can't make it? Yeah, if you want to send, che- we can actually give the address for the building and we can you can send a check and you can make the, the check directly. That's at the very Center nice. High School. Yeah. It's very nice, Ashlyn. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I just say the address again so I know how to do it. Thanks. Absolutely. All yep, right. we'll do it. All right, thank yeah, you. So thanks. what is the, the address? So the address is 625 Lower Road, and that's Souderton, PA, 18964. If okay. only you had a, a website associated with the work that you do <laughs> yeah. where this information could reside. SouderTonSD.org. Right. Yeah, you can do it a quick uh, search on Souderton Area yes. High School. So, uh, so yeah, they eventually want to have a, a recording uh, studio and equipment where they can, uh, you know, get better quality recordings and stuff like that and it's a wonderful teach thing the kids how to yeah. dive into this side of things once once you get your hands on the equipment and and uh you're off and running yeah. that's that's everything so and being able to to get good equipment is key so yep. yeah uh and i'm gonna be there i'll be really? at the event. yes uh, you'll be there at 6 30 uh november 6 and uh and yeah i'll jump <laughs> up on stage thank everybody for coming out oh, and, are, you, are you gonna get a pound on the pagan skins i haven't been asked oh, but i certainly can uh, but, how um, about this here's your formal invitation oh thank you hey, <laughs> maybe i'll get play a tune which well, would be yeah. awesome. it sounds like all the music they're playing is right in your uh, wheelhouse oh, totally. oh yeah we played some some Rush last time. Oh, they did. Yeah, Ooh. they played Tom Sawyer at yeah. their... There you go. Uh, was it the spring concert? Yep. Or, yep. Yeah. Totally It's my theme song. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, thank you guys. Good luck. And if anybody listening, if you if you need information, just email me, Preston at WMMR.com. I'll get to the info, and uh, you can come and join us. It's going to be on November 6th. Right. All right? Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, thank Kevin. you. Thank you, guys. Right, appreciate thank you. it. Rock band at Saturday you know, Area High School. Preston, you you, you hide your, your pride in your children very well. Thank so. you. <laughs> thank you. Love that kid. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us, please. Tonight from 7 to 9, Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Trap Tavern, 416 West Main Street in Trap with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Buffalo tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. Join Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show and Team Luke Saturday from 5 to 7 at the steps of the Philadelphia Museum of Art for the Light the Night Walk, benefiting the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Complete details at WMMR.com. Hey, uh, we have someone else we're going to chat to uh, quickly here because there is there is an event that is coming up, and we are more than happy to get a little plug-a-rama to it because we are, our guest we have a relationship with uh, in a couple of ways, most recently with the band Sidearm. Oh, they've been absolutely essential. Our live band karaoke yeah. at uh, the MMRBQ was insanely successful both years that we did it. And hopefully we'll keep doing that because it's so much fun. 
Uh, but our relationship goes back further than Sidearm, which he is a member of. It goes yeah. back to a band called Octane. Octane was a no- oh, yeah. another essential band for the President Dude, Steve show. I did. I mean, essentially, I did like every Saturday night with Octane at Reed's Bluebell for years. <laughs> you sang with them, did you not? Uh, yes. I think I did, yeah. Yes. Um, was it Risque? Love Risque. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and we want to welcome our good friend uh, Bobby Prillis to the program. Hey! Drummer extraordinaire. What's up, Bobby? <laughs> How are you guys? We're getting the band back together, right? <laughs> yeah, man. We're putting the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Octane, uh, what, was, what were the years that, that Octane was active? Uh, 2002, you know, basically like 2010. Okay. And. Um, uh, it started to become reunion stuff. Right. So, and that's what, what this is. There's an event uh, that's coming together. The band's getting back together. You guys are playing a show. What's this all about? Well, uh, 2003 is when we put out our first full-length record called When All Is Said and Done. We recorded it in Philly at um, Studio 4 with Phil Niccolo and um, got a lot of backing from you guys uh, when we released that record. And, you know, I mean, it, it was like the first main release for us that had... You know, a couple songs that did really well in this area and, you know, other areas. But uh, it's 20 years, 20 years from the release of that record. So. Wow. All right. And so it's what is the event is December 8th? December 8th at the Landis Theater in Vineland, um, which is a incredible little theater over there. Um, it Ray, is. Ray's done a great yeah, Ray's done a great job over there. And, uh, you know, we really actually struggled with trying to, to get a venue locked down. And, uh, you know, Ray was just on board from the beginning. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, the sound there is great. He's got a great production. And I, I think it's going to be, you know, we could bring a great show to the fans. And I think it's going to be a good time. I love it. So you're celebrating with the album and all the, the original members will be on hand? All, all five original guys that recorded the record, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we haven't really played a full show with uh, Joey uh, in, in, a, in a little while, so it's going to be exciting to have him. He's actually a drummer now. He doesn't even really play bass so much, but he's going back to bass. Yeah, they actually have a drummer uh, in Octane that's guy playing drums already, so uh, he's going to go back to bass, and uh, it's going to be exciting. You know, you know what's cool about this? Because there's a lot of bands that, that you know, I mean, um, you, you, you hit a level of, uh, of uh, you know, of, of uh, traction, and, and you mean something to, to fans of the, the band that have seen Octane over the years, obviously Sidearm as well, but I mean, it's a cool way to spend, uh, you know, uh, time with people, you say, when all is said and done, if, if you liked anything off that album, or if you liked Octane in general, this is a great opportunity to to share some nostalgic memories. Yeah, and I think what's uh, what's most exciting for us is that uh, people posting about can't wait to bring my kids. So yeah. you know, a lot of these people didn't have families at the time, and now they got kids and, that are. And many of you could be the fathers of those kids. So, yeah. <laughs> many yes. of you, they could, yeah, that'd be great to kind of meet the kids that you had while you're in Octane. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, maybe one or two. All right. Well, listen, Bobby, we'll put the word out. December 8th, uh, Landis Theater in Vineland. Tickets available at thelandistheater.com. And then we will next see you with Sidearm as you guys are one of our house bands at the Camp Out for Hunger, man. We're excited. Oh, man. We cannot wait for that. Uh, I think it's uh, the, the 14th, Tuesday the 14th of yep. November. And uh, we had such a great time, man. We're so honored that you guys uh, had us back. And, you know, it's one of our funnest events of the year. So. Excellent. Looking wow. forward to it. We'll, we'll see you then, Bobby. Thanks, man. Good luck with right, everything. Thanks so much. All right. God bless. Bobby Prillis. Hey! 
awesome drummer, yeah. even better person. He's what he's a beard, just the best. He's got one right. hell. Yes, it's just this isolated, Ding. conical shaped, yeah. skinny beard that goes down to like his belly button. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, there's an article, and I want to make sure that we get to this today. Steve sent this to me, and I know that there are people that can commiserate this, or if they haven't had a chance yet to think about it, this will put you in that mindset. So there's a woman who posted a TikTok video. Her name is Samantha Hart. Samantha Hart. Okay, so she uh, talked about this because she said uh, her company has an email system. Um, and I've seen this where your your email handle, your name, your email address is sometimes first initial, last name, and then at, you know, the company name or whatever. Standard procedure. Yeah. So yeah. why does that affect Samantha Hart this way? Samantha <laughs> Hart, when uh-huh. shrunk down to that, her name is Shart <laughs> at wow. blah, blah, blah. That's great. And sometimes this will happen at, uh, like, restaurants. If you get a little restaurant yes. ticket, they ask your name, yeah. or, you know, or yeah. make reservations or, or things if, like that. if you have a problematic last name that wouldn't precede your first name. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I mean, Shart. Yeah. I, you know what? Uh-huh. Again. And because of the line of work we do, we would be thrilled to have Shart as our email. Oh, most definitely. But it may not, like if you're a, perhaps a paralegal or something, yeah. it may not be the best name. Yeah. So I wanted to see if there were some other ones. And somebody pointed it out, uh, you know, who was uh, was Adam Weiner. Yeah. Uh, from Low Cut Connie. A wiener. And, well, not just a wiener, but he said, uh, if you do his whole name, Adam, it's a damn wiener. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's kind of the, yes. he said, a that, damn he wiener. got that nickname back in school and everything. But there are some other people that chimed in. They were like, oh, my God. Yes, I totally fall into this. Um, and so I, I had a couple of other examples. And if, if yours is an example of this, feel free to give us a call, 215-263-WMMR. There's a guy, he doesn't say his first name, but his initial is C. Littman. Uh, oh, my God, seriously? Yeah. Come on. Like, as a parent, you should be ashamed that you ma- you named your child But, this. I mean, maybe they weren't they thinking about think first about initial. It's addresses. the first thing you think about. Hey, <laughs> What would you say is your favorite area on a woman's body? Yeah. Oh, my God. C. Littman. That is my favorite one yeah. of all these examples. That's better than Buttman. That I've seen here. Uh, there was another one. Her last name is Lutz, and oh. I guess her first name starts with an S. So it's Lutz. All right, that's a little more acceptable. Than C. Littman? Yes. Uh, though I got to say, that's a rocket, especially if you end up in the porn industry. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, there's another one, a woman named Sue Hartlove, so she would be Shark Love. Yeah. Um, another one, another example was uh, Patrick Ecker. So he's Pecker. Oh, so that so is the wise. default way. I, I don't think I've ever, uh, you know what? Yeah, it's usually your, the, the initial of your first name and the last name, right? Yeah. M- most most uh, email systems today for businesses employ that method. I have a hard time with, uh, like, Instagram accounts. Uh, some of them, uh, they're trying to spell out their name and then add another word to it. Right. And then it adds, uh, what, what was the one, uh, former calendar girl, Nick, uh, tattoos. Um, Charmaine? No, 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 no. More, more tattoos. Gamer. Uh, oh, oh uh, 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 Rose. Lizzie, yeah. Lizzie, Lizzie Rose. Lizzie yeah. Rose X. And it looks like sex somewhere yeah. in there. She, yeah. she has Lizzie Rose, Rose X, and it looks like Lizzie Rose X. Rose X. Rose X. Yes. Or Liz Rose X or something like that. And some of these tie in. Now, sometimes you're doing it on purpose. Yes. Uh, but so my Instagram handle is anus sniffer. Anus I, yeah, sniffer. Yeah, and I don't even know how I ended up with that. Uh. 
It was just random. It generated by the uh, the uh, system itself. They it recommended that yeah. as a username. You wow. look like a. <laughs> by the way, um, the gal, here's one that says uh, this guy wrote ours was the first five of the last name plus first initial, and one guy was going to be McAnus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just so, like me. So they gave him a special one. McAnus. Uh, and then uh, the girl, Sarah, uh, Samantha Hart, says she recalls how her parents got her a vanity license plate for her first car. And at the time, they didn't know the meaning of shart. Uh, neither did she because it was years ago. And she said, I rolled up to school and everybody made fun of me. She said, my car became known as the shart mobile. Uh, <laughs> again, again, we would actually pay to have such a license plate. But yeah. for her, it's problematic. <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. Me, thank right. you. Because number two is the, immediately what I thought of. All right. Let me go to Mike. Hey, uh, Mike. Good morning. Morning. Uh, what's up, buddy? Uh, my full name is Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. Okay. Okay. But when you put it together, and if it's your first and last name is an email address, it turns into. Well, the emailing ain't, ain't, ain't as good as just the name, you know, because it would be M. M. Sweeney. Right. But, but it says Mike's Weenie. Mike's Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. I was trying to get you to say it, Mike, but <laughs> yeah. you didn't say you it. You didn't do it. You yeah, do Mike's it. Weenie. I'm you are Mike Weenie. Weenie. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Mike it. Mike Sweeney. I love I didn't. Mike's. I, I actually didn't get that. Weenie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I played uh, football with a guy who had that last name. Mike Sweeney. Well, his name was Matt, but... Uh, Matt Sweeney. Matt, Matt Sweeney yeah. still works. And, and what's funny is I was just looking, because we're friends on Facebook, and I was looking at uh, at, at his, uh, he had posted something, and I was thinking of this time when we were at a football practice, and I was like, oh, my God, Matt Sweeney. And I was like, that's so funny. And then he said, because my last name is actually Fossbenner, and then he said, oh, false boner. And I was like, God damn, damn it. it. You win. You win. Yeah. <laughs> I went to school with a guy whose last name was Engorged Penis. Oh, at, yeah, that's at, weird. Yeah. However, when you get when you get when somebody says it, when just sometimes just one person uh, hilarious, says it, yeah. But I mean, it'll st- it can stick uh-huh. in a and second, it. and then it takes someone to realize, yeah. And then you're and then you can never shake it, and uh-huh. it can be for Ever. years and yes. years and years until <laughs> you move on and change your name or no. something like that. They uh-huh. will say it when they're burying you. Everyone mm-hmm. will chuckle. Yeah. Mike Sweeney. <laughs> Why well, you? There was a guy that I uh, went to school with, and this is a totally different topic, but yeah. uh, his name was Mike Lipschitz. I yeah. love it. And uh, and years and years and years later, or no, it was Todd Lipschitz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's just an unfortunate name. It's so he, he changed it to, to uh, Libsyn. Yeah, uh, eventually. Yeah, because he just got tired it's, of it. It's too much. You can change your well, name if com- you want to. It's a my, my name. youngest goes by a different name, and yeah. I'm totally cool with that. But yeah, yeah, it's called a mess lips. Uh, dude, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. That was part of it. It was, instead of Lipschitz, it was S-Lips. And you I mean, wanted to, well, I mean, it's a different on. topic, but you wanted to change Preston for a while, oh, I right? Didn't want, I didn't want to be Preston at yeah. all. I hated it. You wanted to be Presbo. No, I didn't want to be Presbo. <laughs> I, listen, I love Presbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to call me Presbo anytime. Now you love it. I yeah. get a kick oh, out of it. Oh, now it's totally Presbo. <laughs> totally Presbo. But I wanted to be... 
Dave or Mike or Steve or something. Dave Bo? Generic. Yeah. No, you not Dave Bo. Be Dave Mike. Mike. Or Steve. Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve. Any of those. Okay. Yep. Yeah, mine, I wanted to be Sarah. Steve. Why Sarah? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Well, she comes remember. from Texas. It's a big... Uh, well, no, that, that was Mary. So I was Mary at certain points in my life. Um, but no, I wanted... Like, if I were to... If I would have been able to change my name as a kid, I would have went with Sarah. Sarah. Hmm. All right, hang on. I want to go to Steve here real quick. Uh, Steve. Hang on a second. Hang on. Where is it? Yeah. Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. All right, Steve, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? Uh, I worked with a guy named Alex Nalick, N-A-L-L-I-C-K. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so if they shortened it to just the A, analic. Anal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't worked with an analic? But, <laughs> <laughs> but to be called that. <laughs> wow. Officially. Yeah, it was always an interesting email. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know That's what? Fun. In a way, though, it, it would help brighten up everyone's day when they saw an email come in from Analic. Yeah. 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 I would, I would enjoy that. I don't I care what it. you have to say. Thank you. I would get a mild bit of entertainment yeah. out of that without question. <laughs> what was the other one? C, what was the? Uh... Oh, <laughs> C, Lippman. I mean, I, we could say that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. If we could say Lipschitz, we could say Clitman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. Where, are there any good examples here on the text? I'm mm-hmm. reading through them. Uh, let's see. Ain't like as a, as a home run. <laughs> Rich Freely. Oh, Dick Freely. Now, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's obviously people are saying Michael Hunt and stuff like that. That's a whole, that's yeah, a it's different, a different thing. one. This is yeah. th- that that juxtaposition of initial with last name. Uh, it, it's probably more precarious and less likely that that occurs. But when it does, that's when you get your Clitmans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, there's, a, I'm trying to see if there's other good examples. Um, oh no! What? Uh, well, it's just it's not like a, uh, but line two. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like a salacious or anything like no. that. No. I'll go to Holly. Hi, Holly. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Holly? How are you today? Good. What's going on? Good, Hollywood. Hollywood. So that's actually yeah. not bad. If like my uh, a friend growing up, his last name was Cross, and they named him Christopher. So okay. Chris Cross. Did so, you marry into Wood, or is Wood I your? I did not. Okay. It's my yeah, that's my maiden name. And so. did your parents do this because they thought it was a, a cute little moniker? To no, my dad. My dad adopted me, and it was Holly. It was a different last name, and then I became Hollywood. Okay, oh, so right. you lucked into it. I sure did. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, that's uh, that has star power to it. So I, I'd exactly. be fine with Hollywood. It's better than Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, thank you. Appreciate Have it. Have a great day. All right, we'll see okay. All right, we'll go to Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Good morning. Hey. Hey, what's up, Stacy? Gadzooks. All right, what did yeah. you want to tell us? So I worked for a doctor at a urologist's office. His first initial was C, last name Wang. <laughs> Birth year, 1969. So, C-Wang. Yeah, C- at a urologist. Wang. So, we were doing, uh, <laughs> you know, procedures on male parts. All yeah. Stacy, that's... C-Wang, 69. Huh? That, I mean, that's perfect. That's like, you know, you, that's... You walked right into that. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a urologist. You walked right into that, Wang. Yeah, Uro- when I saw, yeah, when I saw his uh, his email, when I was getting the job, I was like, no way. <laughs> so, it was, so, his email was C-Wang, 69? Yes. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, and he had no clue that it was like inappropriate. Oh, that's funny. But I mean, it was really funny. What better it. testimony to a urologist, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's like a, a proctologist butthole. But it, yeah, the, the fact that he added 69 in there is fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Makes me think of that Conan O'Brien bit, Cone Bone. Cone Bone. That was his, <laughs> his screen name. Do you remember in the mad rush, uh, you know, as people were registering domain names and there'd be these domain name pirates and all that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and they would they would jump in and grab these names up and then charge people back for their Absolutely. own names. Absolutely. It was a I good mean, scam. C. Wang is a urologist? Would, yeah, that's something you'd pay for. I would think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, there's some definitely unfortunate ones uh, that are rambling about there. And if you're one of them, uh, well, hang in there. <laughs> see or Wang. change your name. Okay. Or bail out on it. Who I want to see when uh, C. Wang marries uh, C. Littman. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, my God. C. Littman. That's by far the best one that's available. <laughs> Um. All right. We're going to talk about something else. Really? We can, we can move on. As a matter, okay. I mean, it's late. We got we got a late. Start, oh, you mean so take a break? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Probably, if you look at the the clock on the wall, Preston. Yeah. And we, we probably should. <laughs> it is eight fifty six. So, uh, why don't we do that? And uh, we'll come back in a moment. And uh, don't forget, word of the week prize is a solid one this week, and we'll bring you up to speed on it. But it's a uh, mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, and uh, we give that away tomorrow. It's coming along quickly. We'll be back in just sex. Hang on. Hang on. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have received some of the stupidest surveys and studies ever known to man, and I'd like to share them with you. It's time for Survey Says. Yeah. And I mean, there's some, there are some really bad ones here. I love that. I, I'll, I'll see these and I'm like, you're kidding me. People. So to put, put this in context, we have, you know, the different things. 
companies will send us different things for quote unquote show prep. Yeah. And they're, as you said, inc- inc- this is the kind of stuff we would, you know, hold up to each other in the office and go, get a load of this. And then we finally, you finally said, well, let's, why, why the hell not? Yeah. Instead of taking, you know, one and saying, hey, let's focus on this one survey. Right, yeah. Uh, I've kind of packaged them together just to. A series of them. Now, some of them are okay. Other All ones right. are just like, you're, this is just stupid. you got to so, be kidding. Yeah. Uh, so let's lead with a stupid one. All right. In a survey of 10,826 U.S. adults, people were asked if technology enabled people to have conversations with other species of animals, how do you think that would be? <laughs> Very positive, somewhat positive, neither positive nor negative, somewhat negative, very negative, or you're not sure. That's that a, is an incredibly stupid survey. Well, yeah, and not only incredibly that. Incredibly stupid. Not only that, but like the survey should be, which animal would you want to speak with? That All should right. be the survey. Exactly. All right, then let's take that out for a spin. A liger. Amongst us Ooh. here. Probably on, the coolest animal on the show. <laughs> the tigers are the coolest <laughs> animals because yeah, they're part lion and tiger. It's probably, probably, my favorite, probably my favorite animal. <laughs> I mean, you would obviously, uh, you know, the, the wildest and, and the, you know, the king of the beasts and all that would be a the good lemur. answer. But honestly, a, a dog. A dog. I want to, yeah. Guys, by the way, see the thinking. movie Strays. Yeah. I, I I recommended hard. Did I you was, watch it? I was watching it as I went to uh, bed last night, so I didn't so finish it. It is they're live action dogs, but you're you're hearing. Um, <laughs> and you woke up to the second part of the Deer Hunter. Yeah, but, I'm but, sorry to laugh, but it, that's so what I many do. conversations go, Casey. I with Casey, yeah, I started watching, it, but I fell asleep watching it. I mean, almost every movie, every one of them. But Strays is is it gives you kind of a fun insight. They nail so many dog things. Yeah. Well, what's uh, funny is that dog doesn't know what his owner's saying, and his owner's right. a total a hole. Right, 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 right. And he's like, oh, he's the. He's he loves me, he loves yeah, me yeah, so much, yeah. and the owner's like, get out of here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, Press, you have the bell system at your house, right? So when yes. the dog has to go outside, he goes, ding, 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 ding. Like, yep. we don't have that. I have to go to the bathroom, so I'm ringing this bell. <laughs> so when my dogs come up and, and, and pay special attention to me, it's one of three things. It's either they have to go out. Hey, baby. They want some food, or they need some water, and I don't know which one is which. And I wish I could just go... What do you want? Well, you learn to read <laughs> them. So want? if you really wanted to communicate, I mean, um, yeah, I could see, obviously, the ones animals we experience the most, dogs and cats, obviously, yeah. uh, and I could see that. But what what do you think, um, perhaps the wisdom of a creature that's lived a long okay. time? Outside of domesticated uh, animals. Right, like. Let's try like that. Like maybe one of those giant tortoises that's lived to a hundred and... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. 50 that. years? Or like, uh, what would you go with, Kathy? I'd go with... Uh, a possum. You love them. No, something that lives in the water, like a dolphin or a whale. Hmm. Now, we've gotten close to discerning, and they're very intelligent, you know, so... so did you ever see the movie Jay the Dolphin? No, not yet. Okay, yeah. No, we had talked about that before. Right, right. Uh... No, not yet. I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I think that's who I, they, like, I just want to know what goes on out there. The hell's going on? <laughs> what are you guys doing the out hell's there? Going on? Have you guys heard about the lay lot? <laughs> maybe, maybe deer, because there <laughs> okay. are so many in Pennsylvania, all right, and you could use them as a, a scout of sorts for you because they're so nimble and they can get around or you uh, can, and they can run some recon for you. Well, why not do a hawk then or, you know, something? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, something about about Beastmaster. Dar. Uh, what you do then, dark. Preston, is you'd have to say, if you could talk to the deer, you'd say, where do you and the antelope really play? Yeah. <laughs> right? Because we're told 
It's the, the home on the range. Right. But is, is that really where the deer and the antelope play? Casey, I like your idea of the hawk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of, of a high-flying or, or maybe, you know, geese or something that get way up the, in the air. And yeah. they, can, they could end up doing the traffic Not a mallard, though. They're pricks. <laughs> Sorry? They Not a mallard. They're pricks. You, if you could train birds like that, I love that idea. Like a like a like an eye in the sky. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, you know, hmm. hopefully it wouldn't be like Kathy going. I don't know where I am. Oh right my now. god, where <laughs> what is where... this? I don't know where the hell I am. <laughs> uh, what about a gorilla? You, well, they do sign language, right? Yeah, Coco. Yeah, yeah, but Coco's dead. Is, is, okay. is there a? Has there been a successor to Coco, Nick? I have no idea. Uh, with uh, <laughs> we ask you these things because well, Nick seems very robust <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in no talking and sign language. <laughs> Actually, you're really. the only one of us that knew that all ball was the uh, yeah. was the cat. I think I learned that from Mister Rogers. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, what if Mister Rogers could talk? Uh, he could. Oh, that's right. Not anymore. I mean, he's dead, so he wouldn't be able to do it now. All right. So anyhow, so we modified that. Think turn about, that into a great survey. Think about that today. Uh, but yeah. I think that if we were able to uh, talk to the to actually talk to the animal, just imagine it uh, chatting with the chimp or chimpanzee. Uh, right, well, I think it would is, be very positive. This is another question because uh, if you could talk to an animal, which animal do you think would be the um, uh, most verbose? I don't know what verbose would be. Chatty? No, 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 no. Uh, which one do you think would be most beneficial to humans? Like if we could talk to any well, one to species of point, animal. Yeah. A bird could provide I think yeah. Could provide a lot of information. Um hmm. a wise old owl. <laughs> Like you could find out how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. That'd but like a mouse, first question. a mouse can get into places like that. Like, like, do I have a polyp in there? No, no. not. Oh, 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 there. Oh, I'm sorry. I would probably just go to a doctor for that. Yeah. You know? I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care if I can talk now. No. What animal yeah, would like- make the best doctor? I think a, giraffe. a wise old owl. A giraffe? Yeah. Why, because they look down on you? You don't think so? I don't know. I want to know your my, reasoning. My gynecologist is a giraffe. <laughs> God. I, whoever said uh, turtle earlier, like an old tortoise. Don't I, you think? Yeah, because they've been around for a while and they, yep. they can help me feel calm. But I think for the the, the, the turtle and the mouse, too. Like they're what was t- the Eisenhower administration like? Yeah. They're just on the ground. Like they're not like uh, the, the turtle's not going very far and the mouse is too little to know like what's going on. You're saying life. what's the per- if you've lived on uh, the Galapagos Islands for 150 years, what we need is a super large Philadelphian turtle. <laughs> Yeah, one that's been around that's the block. Been around, yeah. the, been around the scene. Something yeah. that travels. Right. Okay. Like those the, the herds of wandering to- super huge Do you, do you think if a species has been around for a long, long time, and, and this is uh, going off the deep end a bit, but like uh, let's take alligators, for example. Right. right? And they, when they can live a number of years. They sure can. And their species has been around, in theory, since the dinosaurs, right? So let's suppose that uh, alligators are sentient beings. Would they pass down folklore from the time of the dinosaurs to alligators of today? So there has, if they could talk, but there has been this, this, there has been this belief that just genetically, there is this, this common experience that is passed down through the DNA, through the DNA. 
Um, uh, for survival and things like that. Right. I believe that. But I mean, like, what but about like humans? Crocodile have, dad jokes. Where we have taught one another to, you know, technology right. and, and how to advance and stuff like that. And storytelling. Like, you know, yeah. and, and you had the thing about the um, uh, the boogeyman the other day, right, Preston? Yeah. And there's, uh, in all different human cultures, there are stories about variations of boogeymen. I bet if alligators could tell stories over the generations, they would tell stories that um, would be, would pertain to the time of the dinosaurs. Dude. To the time of today. I would not want to find out what the alligator considers a boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what scares an alligator? Hang on. Here's some uh, alligator dad jokes. <laughs> what do you call an alligator who's holding a compass? Nah. A navigator. <laughs> what do you call an alligator who is always wearing a vest? An investigator. Ooh. An investigator. <laughs> That's like C. Littman. And what do you call an alligator who's wearing Crocs on his feet? A traitor. Oh. <laughs> That was a good one. Dare you. All right. Uh, survey says. We're moving oh, yeah, on. We're moving right. on from the animals. I told you. I've got lots, lots of stupid stuff here. In a survey of 1,000 U.S. adults, they asked this question. Have you personally experienced any of the following? A heat wave? A blizzard? <laughs> my God. A drought? A flood? A tornado? A dust storm? Or a volcanic eruption? Uh, except for the volcanic eruption, everything else. Okay. You've been through a tornado. You, you saw a tornado yes. one time, yeah? And a dust storm. Yes. What was that like? That was pretty wild. Okay. That was I'd heading l- towards Palm Springs. I think I'd like to be in a dust storm just one time. They look pretty cool in movies. Uh, and that's all I really have to say about that. I would like to see the volcanic eruption from saw, a safe distance you know where uh, I with saw my giraffe. <laughs> where I saw one, Steve, was uh, Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica. A volcanic Rica. eruption? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, Arenal, I think is what it's called. Um, and... Um, the cool thing for us when we were there uh, was that um, a lot of time you couldn't see the top of the mountain just because of cloud cover. And we were there for a few days and uh, the cloud cover, cover parted and we could see the lava going down the hill. You could see it oh, from wow. like... Did know, you go to Iceland? Uh, and I went to Iceland too. There is that... Was it a volcano? There is, yeah. The thing about Iceland is that it's very difficult or it's much more difficult to get to the interior of the island. And that's where a lot of the volcanic eruptions are. Mm. When you go to Iceland, most people, including myself, um, we stayed sort of on the on the outside of the island. Uh, it's just easier to travel there. So there is one there. It's one of the, the uh, Netflix special that they yeah. did on, on uh, vo- volcanic activity in the world. There is one in Iceland, Preston, that is, I guess, the side of the volcano has collapsed away. So you, you can see from a safe distance... Mm. The full volcanic bubbling activity. That's cool. From within the volcano. It's pretty amazing. Wow. Uh, I have, I've been through floods. You know, uh, as a, a raccoon told me about it. Uh, heat wave, heat wave, blizzard, a drought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, I've been in droughts. Droughts, here, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, we've been, yeah, they're not that dramatic, but I guess most people have. Tornado, never seen. Been around tornadic yeah. activity a lot, but never have actually seen a funnel cloud. A dust storm, I've never seen. I've seen, like, you know, little dust devils and, and uh, they're cool. Dust uh, clouds and things like that, but never a dust storm. Yes. And definitely not a volcanic. I'll tell you level. what, the dust storm was. Scary. Yeah? It I'll was. Bet. Yeah. Especially if you can't breathe. Yeah, well, the visit, we were in a... <laughs> are they called we haboobs? What are yeah, they called? Haboobs, yeah. And ha-boobs. vaginas. <laughs> we were in a, no. uh, a Lincoln uh, Continentals, my dad's company car. We were going out to Palm Springs, and uh, that dust storm hit. And, uh, y- I mean, you go to... Z- That's why that whole thing that happened in the uh, outside of New Orleans, that traffic jam, you can understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, y- zero. Zero visibility. Mm. All right. Thank you. Survey says. All 
right. A survey of 16,163 U.S. adults. They asked the question, where do you typically eat when having dinner at home? What room? Uh, yeah, or what room? What What are you eating on? Meaning, you know, where do you set your plate while you're eating? What position like are you in? On the countertop, not the kitchen table. You sit on the countertop? <laughs> yeah, at the stools of the countertop, yeah. Four percent of the respondents said they eat at the countertop. Yeah. At the counter. I sit on the living room couch. We have little um, little tables that we pull off from the side, my wife and I, and uh, we eat that way. You have little TV trays? We kind of do. They're, little, yeah. they're, they're sort of, they're, they're wooden trays that sit by the side of, so they're sort of decorative. They're not like a classic fold-out tray. Okay, so but, like an end table. Like an end table that you can easily pull around that sits in front of you. It's meant for that purpose. And so we'll eat dinner like that way. Like a TV way. tray? Yeah. Okay. Watching... Uh, Jeopardy. Uh, so, at 28% said on a couch or armchair. There you go. Uh, I eat dinner a lot on the couch. Do you? Yeah. yeah where do you have a tray? Um, or you just no, plate? you know what? My uh, my father-in-law makes them, and he's going to he's gonna make some for us. Um, and they're really cool. They're, do you like the ones I that kind of straddle you, and, and you have like, the, the, like um, you know, it's, it's... Yeah, you can put your legs under, kind of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah. prefer that type. Right, those are cool. Yeah, so you get it, and it's like you're sitting at a table. He used to say the worst thing to do was to eat dinner that way. But when you realize that, uh, and I think, Kathy, you were the one that's saying your, your, your brothers in real estate pointed this out. Is that a lot of homes don't include classic dining rooms anymore. That's where we eat when we have family dinners is the dining room. Right. right. So if it, it's me, Ben, and Andrea, or if we have guests over. Um, but most of the time, like especially on weeknights, we're, it's uh, Steve, I'm the same as you. It's Jeopardy and uh, Wheel downstairs <laughs> in the, right. in the uh, TV room. Okay, so what about you? Uh, well, we eat in the kitchen uh, probably mostly, but then uh, my little back room uh, where the TV is, uh, we'll eat back there. But I, I, there's certain meals I cannot eat back there because we don't have tables to like, I mean, there is a table table there but it's really heavy and clunky and stuff like that so i'm only going to eat on in that room if i can comfortably and cleanly eat like that food like if it's and a sandwich is, yeah so we have in our kitchen we have what is called a banquet yeah so it's kind of like a diner you know booth right oh. and, and well, we have a like we have a, a, a countertop that that we do have chairs that you can sit at but if we're going to eat in the kitchen we eat around the kitchen table i hear you so you have kind of a, a booth yeah that's pretty like yeah, cool. yeah 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 i like i always at a restaurant i prefer the booth. I, oh my god yeah i, I will always take the booth i yeah. love it uh, uh, and my favorite is the John Wilkes. Uh, number one on this list is at a dining table, which is forty-seven uh, percent of the respondents said, and that can be a kitchen table or yeah. a you know formal dining room, whatever you, it may be. Do you have a chairs around the? Uh, do you have an island in your kitchen? We do, and we have three stools that are there. Do you ever eat there? Uh, yeah, not really, yeah. not that often. Just if, if we're having company over and we're kind of hanging out in the kitchen. It's weird. It it is. You become a creature of habit, and I, you know, it's like I. I don't know if I could eat here, yeah. <laughs> you know. But we eat at the kitchen table a decent amount, but more so, I think, on the couch. You know, I've been eating uh, in bed a lot lately. Nine um, percent said they eat it uh, in bed. But you like, eat in bed, so yeah, you'll, eat, you'll, no. eat a, you'll eat a full meal in bed. The problem is, Steve, I can't, I, I, I can't fall asleep, so I'm, I, I'm you, constantly you, eating in the middle of the night. I have what's it called insomnomnia. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't Thank see you. it coming. Thank you. Some Thank num, you. Num, I'm going to give you that. Thanks, I did not. Is that a dad of yours? <laughs> That's a dad. <laughs> uh.
and and you. Uh, oh, it's so hard for me to not prop myself up. Casey okay, gets excited when he sees a window to throw a dad joke in, and we can tell by his posture that he's about to hit a punchline. Like but four I, weeks, I've been sitting on that one. I, the problem was four weeks. The problem is you just earlier said how easily you fall asleep watching TV. So I'm like, oh my god, why would you do that? So some of my favorite meals that Rochelle and I have had together have taken place in bed, and we'll get uh, a like a tray ribs, and we'll put uh, no, but it, but it can be you know like if we've ordered from a restaurant, maybe a series of of like appetizers, like and they have like four or five Ooh. of those, and kind of pick at them. Yeah, or we do like a charcuterie type of thing, and that's when I enjoy eating bed. And Kathy, I know you hate. I, that. I, I she's wish ready you could to, hear. She's ready to detonate. I wish you could hear the voices in, <laughs> in my head. I am ready to detonate. I was kill staying, her, mommy, kill her. I was staying quiet with the couch because I know a lot of people do that, and I was like, okay, you know, and then. When, you said the bed. I was like, no, no. So you never eat at the couch. The couch, absolutely not. Um, and but the why bed- not bed? What bothers you so much about it? Crumbs. Crumbs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no. And I have a terrifying story of somebody who used to eat in bed. It was, uh, it's my best friend's husband, and he would have like snacks at night yeah. in bed. And they woke up one morning, and she said the bed, the the like uh, the the um, the legs of the bed, yeah. on the bed, on the sheets on their comforter all over their floor were ants everywhere she said it was horrifying yes because of the crumbs you're a real crumb bum um but that could happen anywhere in the house exactly so why would you want it in your bed (laughs) why would you want it anywhere in in your house keep it in the kitchen you wouldn't but keep it in the kitchen (laughs) i'd rather no in the kitchen the ants would get in other food there but i I have no problem eating bed as long as you're careful you're clean and if you do if if there's crumbs then you do you 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 know wipe them on the floor wipe them off and then you vacuum I like those classic, um, you know, breakfast type trays that have the legs. Yeah, that, yeah. I think those that would be cool, but I wouldn't do it in bed. I would use that on the couch, mm-hmm. which is where you're supposed to eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're made. They're, they're called yeah. a bed tray. Yeah. Bed tray. Know? So it's made for your bed. And it says ant repellent. Oh. <laughs> uh, by the way, the the least answered question. Uh, uh, the least percentage response was no. Standing up. Oh, standing up. Yes. We're I not. don't like. I, did that with, I don't dinner. like standing. I did it for lunch yesterday, and I, I was mad at myself for doing it. I was just. It was in the kitchen. And I was hungry, and I'm like, why am I standing? And then I, I started in on the chicken salad wrap, and I couldn't. Do you know stop. what, Nick? Though, and it's a fact. Whenever you're standing and eating, yeah. you're not technically eating. Yeah. Oh, so okay. that when you're standing, those calories and don't you're count. Eating a bag of chips, right? That never happened. What about the share size of uh, peanut M and M's I had? After? Not at all. Very good. Uh, wait, were you standing? Were you standing? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Never happened. Also, a total BS name on the share size. You're not sharing those with anyone. That's it's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's, it's asinine. Like, by the way, if you notice, they finally taken they finally taken to actually putting the appropriate serving yes. size. Yeah. Uh, they're now they've now modified it to reflect what the amount of food a human would eat. There is a level up from share size. It's that next one it almost looks like a pocketbook or something. Something uh-huh. like that. It's got a zipper on the top. Yeah, that, yeah. that's like family size. That's you, you have to admit yeah. that that is shares. That's the sunny yes. and shares. Yeah. Okay. And then I believe above that, I know them all, Preston, uh, is uh, like party the, size. Like yeah. what you get at BJ's? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> By like, the way, I, then there's enjoy it hog size. I completely broke into the uh, Halloween candy last did you? night. I did. The <laughs> yes. Case, I did day before case. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> 
I had some Maurice's peanut butter cups. It, it looked like a bizarre sort of candy bar cemetery in my house. So, you know, from you or your wife? She was dipped. She okay, was, uh, but but then once it opens up, I'm, I have to say, oh well, now I guess we can do this. Yeah, uh, because they're they're awesome. Um, so I, yeah, I purpose. That's why so many people will wait to the last second to buy candy to specifically keep it out of the house. Yeah, but yeah, it, I mean, I can't help you. You give me a small Kit Kat bar, and I'm going to freak the f well, out. I went to Costco specifically for it because I wanted to get Nerds Rope. They didn't have any, so I ended up having to get the chocolate candies. <laughs> I bought a box of. Uh, candies that I counted on the kids not eating. Uh, oh, yeah? So that I, yeah. And as my son said, 100 grand bars uh, are butt, is what he said. Wow. And I disagree. I disagree too. 100 grand bars. I like 100 delicious. grand bars. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. What's, I, in the, what's in the 100 grand bar? It's basically me. like a Nestle Crunch okay. uh, that, that, wrapped that, around caramel. It's like that nou- okay. nougat, right? What, what, no, are, those, no, what no, are those little it's, crunchy it's, things? Those are. Crunches. That's well, uh, rice, crisp. rice crispy type things. I love yeah. them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I love them in Nessie's Crunch. I love them in the hundred thousand dollar bar. Yeah. So a uh, hundred grand. It was a Baby Ruth Butterfinger and Nestle Crunch. That's a good collection. It is. And I'm counting on the kids of the neighborhood to not <laughs> like those. <laughs> Weird. She gets the uh, she get the Butterfinger Snickers, mm. which are my favorite. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and um, one other. Pressed by, by the. By maybe the, maybe the regular uh, Hershey's with almonds. The latter part of Halloween night, it looks like I have two tumors on my <laughs> pelvises because of the empty wrappers stuffed in my pockets. Uh, yeah. Because mm. you can't help it. I made this observation last week about which versions of candy bars are the best. And so, and I only have a few examples, but I think the best version of a Snickers bar is the regular size Snickers bar. Okay. The best version of a fun size is the Butterfinger. The best version of the king size... <laughs> I can't believe you have this list. It's a good list. No, I, I, this, this list makes complete sense yeah. to me because I would, I would hazard... I would I would say that the Kit Kat small Kit Kat yeah the fun size I guess yeah uh, is is my favorite that's the best the version small Twix um, yeah. in its smaller version is my I, favorite the right Twixes are way better than the left Twixes by the way mm-hmm. uh, what's uh, your, wait what's your king, king size? size the king size is the Reese's peanut butter cup the quality of the Reese's peanut butter cup that come in the four <laughs> cup. King size are the best ones. Also, your ratio for of chocolate to peanut butter is better in the king size. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah Agreed. I agree. You get more peanut butter right. than mm-hmm. chocolate, and the, the itty bitty fun size ones are too much. And chocolate. why? I, can't, I don't know how. I, I I'm just on the complete opposite page on everything with you guys. Really? The mini of the I think the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is better in that than the, I actually think they taste better. I think there's different ingredients used in the mini than the regular. Size. I think it's probably so. I you know I'm, now I'm good. slightly just a teeny bit, but there's something different in I'm with you on this because I've I've often said if like uh, sometimes if you get like the full a full quart of the the iced tea that I drink excuse me it's it, di- it tastes different than when you get it in the small personal servings so I agree with you on that that somehow I don't know I don't know what it is. Is it, it's got to be? A, what is it that makes yeah. it taste different? I, I, I just need a little clarity. When you say, "Are you talking about the foil wrapped foil wrapped ones?" Okay, yeah. What yeah, about what, ones, what about mm, Three Musketeers? Only frozen. Screw Three Musketeers. Yeah, uh, do you like Three Musketeers? Three no, Musketeers out right. of the freezer are re- actually Ooh. very palatable. Menu press. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wait, Casey. Were you ask why? Is there another? You're talking about the single wrapped regular. Yeah. Cup? If you if you were to take a, a single wrapped cup, yeah, a regular size wrapped cup, 
and a king size wrap cup, and you yeah, put them blindfolded me and and had me. I could tell you which one was a king, oh, wait, size. The king well, size. Well, but the king we're size do is, this then. Yes, the king size is actually bigger, or it's just four. four it's just of the four. regular. It's just <gasps> four in in the package. Oh yeah, we got to do it. Yeah. Because, and those four ones, for some reason, the, the ratio is better. And then also the peanut butter itself is a little bit, um, like, softer. Tastier. Okay, yeah. so so we need to taste test, which is easy to do because we have yeah. all this stuff laying around all over the place. And I said this just because I want to do a taste test. <laughs> between <laughs> between which yeah. ones? I want to get this on record. Uh, I can tell the difference between hookers from the East yeah. Coast <laughs> and hookers from the West Coast. Okay, let's prove it. Oh, yeah. um, the single-sized, like, you know, regular uh, Halloween fun-sized ones. Not uh, the mini ones. Not I was the mini about. ones. Right. So the single one, regular size one that you just get at your Wawa. Reese's peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter. All right. And then the king size ones, which is a four pack of okay. regular size. Of like regular they're size. The, they're all the same. Essentially, they're the same thing. He size. says it tastes they can't different. Be different. All right. Well, 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 I know. I want to try it out. Well, uh, all right. I was texting with our buddy Nick Murphy last night. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, you do. And. Uh, he, Steve, uh, Casey, this is sort of along that line. He wants to come visit us at Camp Out for Hunger. And this is a joke text, but now I want to do it. <laughs> he has a rider for visiting us at Camp Out for Hunger. And his rider is uh, <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. This is the clause. They have to be full size, unwrapped, and built into a pyramid. And, and I think I want to accomplish this for Nick Murphy and maybe do it alongside your taste test. So mm. let me ask you this. Uh, we, we can certainly do that. The uh, I, huh. I have to say, I do like the extra mini Reese's. Here are yeah. the sizes of, and I did not know they had these. You have the extra mini, the mini, the classic, the big cup, and the jumbo. I'm going to tell you this. Too much of the peanut butter, I don't like. Oh, that's what so I love. So I, I, the chocolate to peanut butter ratio has to be... It all comes down to consistent. Taste. Yeah, because yeah. I, I like the I like the peanut butter. I don't know if I've tried the extra mini. Me neither. But you know, Trader Joe's little, has one. The little bags with the zipper. Yeah. Little oh, mini. Do you have to unwrap each one? No. Okay. Then yeah, that's okay. I use them for. Um, I make a. Oh man. No, you What's, don't. You don't make anything. No, no, no. Case this. <laughs> this I do make it because it's like the easiest thing. Because you're not baking anything. Well, you do have to bake the brownies that go in it. You do have to whip your own whipped cream. That's wow! Look at you. Uh, And then you sprinkle the minis on top, Nick. That's why I get them. It's my Thanksgiving dessert that I bring for Thanksgiving. You've just reminded me of something that is those sort of cheats that you do. um, That like the taking the um, the uh, chocolate chip log and putting that in a in a waffle press. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Oh, and making like chocolate chip waffles. Oh. One of my favorite kinds of ice cream is called uh, Moose Tracks, and in Moose Tracks, oh, yeah. they have the little mini uh, peanut butter cups. I don't think that they are Reese's, though. I think mm-hmm. it's... Uh, have you ever had heroin tracks? No. It's made with heroin? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, here is a text that says, hey, guys, watch all the candy. You will wreck your pancreas. Be careful. Stop putting all that sugar in your coffee. Okay. Is sugar bad for your pancreas? Is that my mom? Yeah. <laughs> no. Hi, thanks, mom. Thanks, fun police. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Eat, eat, <laughs> eat tomatoes to avoid anal cancer. Way Wasn't to, that the... Uh, yeah, way to ruin Halloween, Ma. Yeah. Uh, Did, pre- I, I guarantee you that's Preston. the house that gives out toothbrushes on Preston, oh. I currently have, uh, and this is just a side note, uh... Chocolate peanut butter ice cream from Mary Mead Farm <gasps> in my freezer. Oh, <laughs> we 
Okay, we can went, I have the key to your house? We went there the other day. Do you remember when like, Preston stole all that ice cream? Yeah, that's what I wanted to tell that? When he took hey. my, my peanut butter <laughs> chocolate ice cream. Kathy, uh, in less than a month, uh, Perky the Quirky Turkey showing up at that's our right. house. Right. But I had also just saw something that I love, and <laughs> my kids it? are too old for this now, uh, but it's called the Switch Witch. Have you heard about the Switch Witch? No. Okay. Have you ever so, had the C. Littman? Never had the Clitman. No. But the Switch Witch is really cool. What you do is on Halloween night, you have your child take all the candy that they don't oh, want. Yeah. You put them into a basket and you put them out front. Yes. And then the Switch Witch comes and takes that candy and leaves a gift for the child. The Switch Witch. Yeah. So they oh. switch out the Which candy sounds for. sounds good, except now we have to get candy and a gift. <laughs> yeah. But so another... if you don't want your kid eating all I that know, candy. There's the Switch Witch. Yeah. So they have a Switch Witch. Oh, okay, so it's like Elf on the Shelf, but this, I, I didn't see the actual... Oh, my God, it's like a... Whatever happened to old-fashioned witch curses? Mm. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. Uh, Thinner. I, I know someone who allows, they go trick-or-treating, she allows her kids to go trick-or-treating. When they get home, they can pick five pieces of candy from their bag, and they have to donate the rest. Oh, Excuse me? I, I hate five five pieces. pieces. Of, like, the mini Listen, ones. I can see if you want to limit a little bit. Yeah. Five. Maybe 50, <laughs> not five. Five. That's ridiculous. I, I watched know. this Halloween, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of these anthology movies like Trick or Treat, and the parents did that to the kid. And then the kid goes up to bed and he hears the parents downstairs and they're yeah. having an orgiastic candy eating session and he knifes them to death. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Is That's like torture. Kathy. That's like they're tormenting their poor children. Yeah, totally. It's it's one of the nights as a kid that you'd live for for the year. That and Christmas and probably Easter are the main you remember Mommy as Dearest? a little kid. Yeah. Those are the main things. Mommy Dearest made her pick one the one toy you like and we're going to give everything else away. Oh, I didn't remember Mommy that Mommy Dearest. Ugh. She was an evil she was an bitch. evil woman. And yeah. listen, just a evil woman. woman. I'm going <laughs> to sound like my mom for a second here, but um, if you don't make it such a big deal about your kids eating candy and they can't eat too much and no, 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 no. I've, I have this never This is the made... mother who said there was insects in the gumball machine no, 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 and then me, the ice no, cream truck. Stop it. I'm talking about right. me. I'm talking oh, about right, me. Right. I have never made eating a big deal with Jace and he does not overeat. He doesn't eat too much candy. He eats healthy right. foods. Like oh, it's, you yeah. just have to. And every year I would have five pounds of candy that would be left, left over. over for a whole yeah. year. Like yeah. you do kind of get tired of it after yes. that night. Yeah. So. After your body goes into shock. Wow. And um, if you're like me, just put last year's candy out at the doorstep. Exactly. <laughs> Question. Casey wrote something down. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Now or break and come back? That is your call. Why don't we break and come back? Okay. Um, is this the biggest thing that's ever happened on the show? No, no. but oh. it's something really fun and I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. Really? Oh. Oh. No, you're going to have... <laughs> I want it now! <laughs> Veruca, darling, relax. Uh, survey says we're done. All right, Aww. that's it. I know, we only got to do like three of them, but... It's still good. Uh, I still got a bunch of them left over eventually. We'll get to them. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second to the Bizarre File and something else. Ooh. You'll have to see what it is. We'll be right back. From 7 to 9, Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show rocks Trap Tavern, 416 West Main Street in Trap with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Buffalo tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy Bud Light specials. 
Join Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve Show and Team Luke Saturday from 5 to 7 at the steps of the Philadelphia Museum of Art for the Light the Night Walk, benefiting the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Complete details at WMMR.com. A uh, quick bizarre file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. A heater tune-up from Horizon Services is only $59. And all October long, Horizon's team will donate $5 from every new tune-up booked to Camp Out for Hunger. Awesome. Book at HorizonEZBook.com. Out of Colorado, the Arvada Police Department is searching for a pantsless burger. Burger. A pantsless burger? That sounds good. Is that, you mean like Mayor McCheese? That's a Hawaiian burger, <laughs> Dude. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was a, um, it's a what did it taste large like? hamburger with uh, no pants on. <laughs> I'll continue. Uh, uh, am I guessing guys, burglar? When you guys are done. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, pantsless okay. burglar. <laughs> who caused thousands of dollars in damage to a swimming center. You better call it con- Detective Hot Dog. <laughs> a lifeguard arriving to work noticed the break-in and reported it, and uh, police said the yes, suspect... It's a large all-beef patty with no pants on. And Bro- I don't think it had any lettuce either. Broke three windows and damaged some items inside of the building, and the cause of damage is around $5,000. Surveillance video shows a man throwing a speaker through a glass door. No. Police said the man had pants on when he broke into the center, but lost them at some point. And they say he put bandage in the refrigerator because he wanted cold cuts. He was last seen wearing a gray long sleeve shirt and leopard print gray un- or leopard print underwear. That's as the way well. a burger would dress. Uh, the suspect has a tattoo on his right forearm as well, and they are looking for him. Uh, one person is dead. Four others were injured after they were electrocuted in a fountain at the Harborside Place in Jupiter, Florida. This is horrible. Yeah, police and firefighters responded to a call that a child was in the fountain in distress, which is located in front of a stage, and they found multiple people, adults and children, who were hurt from the electric shock. Uh, Florida Power and Light shut off the power to the area as investigators worked to determine what happened. Uh, the five victims, three minors and two adults, were transported to the hospital. Mm-hmm. One of the adult victims died, while the other adult was released from the hospital. That's terrible. I think that the one who died was the dad trying to get his kids out. I can imagine. Yeah. The three minors were still in the hospital and continued to recover. A former cruise passenger is suing Carnival over a lost finger. The complaint alleges that the passenger's finger was amputated by a door aboard, aboard the cruise ship that unexpectedly slammed shut Oof. with substantial force. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, the complaint... Not a finger! Seeks damages exceeding $75,000. Lists 11, 11 other instances where passengers were hurt by balcony doors. Uh, maritime lawyer Michael Winkleman uh, receives a call once per month regarding similar injuries. Uh, fingers getting cut off? Yeah, Winkleman says that when a balcony door is open at the uh, same time as a cabin door, a vortex-like vacuum can occur and it can uh, slam shut yeah, I see. and chop off your finger. All right, an inspection team working at a Delaware house slated for demolition made a surprising discovery. It was a message written on a beer bottle and concealed inside a wall in 1955. Wow. An inspector identified only as David said that he was conducting a hazardous material survey ahead of the home's planned demolition when he and his team found the Gunther beer bottle inside a wall. And a message written on the bottle reads, this bottle was put here by the plumber. 
on three twenty-five fifty-five. Okay. Uh, David said, I've never found anything like it. After 17 years and over 3,000 demolition inspections of every type of building and facility you can think of, he said the rest of the team was similarly fascinated. He said the whole inspection team was surprised. Signed Marvin Berry. He said, I initially <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a bottle filled with urine, as I have seen that many times throughout sure. my career. Drywall workers are notorious for this, as they work hard and do not get many breaks. They will seal up piss in walls pretty regularly. There was someone who was telling a story about they had some sort of um, a hardscaping that was on their house, and when they were demolishing it, they found stuff like that, like pee bottles and things no like kidding. that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I love it when, uh, and I've seen this before, where people will put like a, uh, a fake skeleton in right, a wall. Right, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. idea, yes. It's, it's like a cool version of a time capsule. Uh, but the team was relieved to find that the bottle was indeed empty. All right, we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. How about this one? Uh, one suspect has been arrested after Oregon State University reported Tuesday afternoon a bomb threat related to its robot food delivery system. Uh, the robots were isolated to a safe location where a technician inspected them and no explosive devices were found. OSU tweeted that the emergency was over and people could resume normal activities while the robots were being inspected. The university has advised everyone on campus to avoid the robots and not open them. Uh, the robots... Yeah. The robots wheel their way around campus delivering food orders to students, staff, or faculty who order food on the Starship app. How cool is that? That is cool. I love but that. you know, people re- are reacting poorly like the the, uh, the automated robotic taxi cabs in San Francisco they're vandalizing them they, they, they don't mm. like it and that can be a little different you'd somebody driving on the yeah. road be a little more dangerous than right. a little you know robot robot r 2 d2 kind of farting around the campus yeah uh, the robots uh, use GPS to navigate the campus on board sensors, help them travel on sidewalks and navigate obstacles. But somebody called in that it was a bomb threat of sorts. Mm. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, we have a surprise, last second, unannounced guest this morning. How about that? And you better hang on because <laughs> it's a ball of energy oh, no. that we are welcoming to the studio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome our good friend... Kate Flannery oh, to our studio this morning. Here she comes. Oh, Wait, she's got gifts. She's oh, handing out. Oh, it's her. It's the Funko. It's the Funko Pop from the office. Oh my God. Oh, there's a there's a message she wrote to all of us. Meredith Palmer. She wrote on mine. She wrote to Preston. Don't drink at work. Is what it says on mine. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. What do yours say? Oh, mine says, to Casey, talk classy, act nasty. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and mine says, stop censorship? Yes. Let's get... <laughs> Let's uh, get a beer sometime. The yes! Flan- the Flannery switch. Yeah, now, I, by the way, uh, the, as, as pointed out, this is the one uh, the one and only Funko figure that is pixelated. Yeah, that's You're right. Welcome. Yeah, You're welcome, America. Her, her boobs. <laughs> yeah. All right, so mine says, don't drink and drive. However, when she walked by me, she said, drink and drive safe. Uh, <laughs> and Nick, what do you Nick, think? it's casual day, go Phils. Oh, oh, I know! Down. Wow. I was I actually, I was thinking about you yeah. uh, when they lost uh, game seven because you were 
so fired up, like the rest of us, but you were like ultra fired up. Well, they they gave us a really great chapter, you know? what we said. Honestly, how long have we gone without ever getting to that part of the year, right? Of just, oh, that's it. It was exciting. There were a couple of killer games. Killer. And the one thing that Casey points out is is the truth. They all, it's not like they didn't want to win and they were trying, you know, but sometimes you lose. I think there's a voodoo dark, uh, dark energy about Who's got the voodoo doll? Give me yeah, a pin. Give me a pin. How much do you want for it? We'll get back there, but we would. No, they maybe the Phils need to get the, the Meredith. Uh, yeah, they need. To, I need to give them some fun, some Funko yeah, Pops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, how, how cool is this? You know these the collectability. These are are you the one and only right now? Or how no, many? look no. on the back. Look on the back. There's, there's plenty. Yeah, there's uh, plenty. Dwight. Every, everybody's Scott. got one. Uh, everybody's got yeah, one. I think everybody's. Got, I think I'm the only one that has one, and I'm about to have two. But you know what? I lose value if you take me out of my box. Yes. Okay. okay. So just if you touch your box. <laughs> It's a problem. Please be careful. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I love that you're pixelated. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I'm glad we get to, to yeah, so together. Have you been here this whole time since no, last year? No, I've been visited? back. I was actually just in Vegas. I had a, a, a corporate gig, and I got to go to the Sphere. Yeah, we heard you. And you what saw the U2 like? show. changed forever. <laughs> show business cannot be the same. It has to include this. You guys, I'm not kidding. It was nuts. Is and, it, they say, I mean, they throw around the term religious, like it's... Yeah. it's it, it's that, epic. Like it, what it's it is. Uh, you guys, the sphere is this new. It's a venue, but it's yeah. it's more than a venue. It's like it's it's only for performing. It's you're not going to have like a, a, a hockey game. Or right, right, yeah, like yeah. Nick was saying, yeah, it's it's like that's how they it goes built straight. it for entertainment. They built it for music. And and Kate was saying um, that uh, her vision is that more and more cities are going to have things like this. That's on the books. because of incredible building how incredible it is. Yeah, yeah, the people have spoken. It's, yeah. it's 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 real. And and you too is like oh my god, they're just at the top of their game. I mean, it, yeah. If you're talking about a band, and we talked about this, uh, we, yeah. you know, the, the first weekend when they debuted the show, uh, social media was tons of, of video of people just yeah. capturing the moment. And they say uh, uh, that this is gay. They say that the better seats are the ones that are up high, not yes, the ones close exactly. to the There were a lot of people on the floor, which yeah. is like, mm, sorry. I yeah. mean, I know you're closer to them, but you're going to miss. But, you know, but uh, just you you forget to look up. Like, even if, yeah. if you're in the uh-huh. middle, you got to keep looking up. We, my boyfriend and I were, like, elbowing each other. Like, Don't miss it. And then the cameras, like, incorporate each each um, band member into the wall. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, you can't, I, I don't you even start, have words. See, people start crying, especially yeah, like, yeah. we were so emotional. And I, and it wasn't because I'm old. But, you know, but a lot of, <laughs> we're like, I also felt like, is this the new, like, is this going to be our senior cruise? Because everyone's about my age, like, and I'm a little bit younger than Bono, but I'm, and you guys, I actually uh, waited on Bono in the edge 20 years ago, right met, before I got, yep. literally the year before I got the office. Yeah. And it was Bono on the edge, the edge's wife, Mrs. Edge, whatever, Mrs. Yeah. The edge, and their, da- their daughter, who was like three? The two, little edges. The little edges. <laughs> but I was like, I, and I, it's just, I, and I, what I want to say about that is like, if anybody's going after a dream, like keep going, don't give up. Because yeah, I was thirty nine when I waited on you too. Wow. And I'm I'm fifty nine, and I got to see them. And I actually I met the edge at um, the Golden Globes like like five years ago. Did wow. you, did you mention to him that you waited on him? Or I did. Or no? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's an office fan, thank God, because oh. otherwise security would have had to take me away <laughs> quickly. Quickly. Was, quickly. It, was he slightly blown away that you had actually waited? on him at one point and the fact that now you're on a He's you know, Irish. He gets show. it. We're yeah. my people, right? right? I mean, this exactly. is what we do, you know? Yeah. But I'll tell you, Bono called me over at one point and he's like, excuse me, who's singing? Because we had like a, yeah. you know, a, a program sound system and he says, uh, who's singing the song? My Irish broke is terrible right yeah. now. It's really, but I said, um, it's, I said it's, it's, it's Barbara Streisand. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Streisand uh, from her early career and he said, wow, 
she had balls. It's <laughs> 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 like, wow. So we, he actually gave me eye contact, which is crazy. No, that's wow. cool. Kate, I want to ask you about not giving up. I think there's a really interesting uh, interesting story you just mentioned. I saw. I remember see, seeing uh, Krasinski on, John Krasinski on uh, Colbert, and he told this story where he was trying to be an actor. He was working in New York City. He was a waiter like most servers. I mean, like uh, most actors yeah. are at some point. <laughs> and um, he was ready to quit. He was ready to go back, move home, figure out something else to do. And at the end of his summer, he got the office gig, which right. is probably right around the same time that you got it. So when that happened, when you got that break, um, where where were you professionally? Where were you? I was still waiting tables in Beverly Hills. I mean, I had done like I did Second City, I did Off Broadway. Like I, I you were had, doing improv. You were working. I was, yeah, and I, I was up for SNL in 1991 and didn't get it. My yeah. friends got it. My my two friends got it. Actually, there were four of us from one show that that got considered. So we all got like the lunch with Lauren, the whole thing. Who got who got it from? It your was collection? Melanie Hutzel and Beth Cahill. I remember. And it was like, and what's just, it, and it's crazy because like they haven't, they kind of got chewed up and spit out. Like they were kind of emotionally never the same. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> look, look at how it works out. You, I know, so you, I feel like slow and steady wins the race, you guys. Yeah, just saying, you're, it's true. Your pop culture, I'll say royalty at this point. You're, yeah. I mean, you're, you're iconic. That's the Funko Pop talk. But yeah, but, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that you're still drunk from our loss. <laughs> but you're you're right. So, so SNL, there have been some super talented people that have gone through and been ground up in the system. Yeah, it so, just happens, yeah. and a lot, especially to women, particularly in the '90s, '80s, '90s. Like, uh, not a lot of women went on to have careers. Unfortunately, it's just how a comedy goes. Yeah, yeah. but here. here you go. Well, that I mean, I'm like a cockroach, you guys. <laughs> I'm excited. I got, you got balls. You got balls. Meredith, there. Her boobies are all blocked by the pixelation. Good. Uh, you know, for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, in the collecting world, if you have the anything signed by the actual uh, person, and obviously having Kate sign this, it, it, it raises the value. And Mar- Marissa was my witness, so we can get an authentication. All right. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, so what are you, what are you doing back in town anyway? Uh, just a, a family, visiting. just visiting family. Everything's going. My dad, everything's everything's we, good. Where, where were you for uh, Game Seven? Where were you watching? Uh, for, with my dad. And, yeah. yeah. So you were here in Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So have you been know, here since last time? No, I no. was back in. I was in Vegas for a couple days. She went to back. the Sphere. Yeah, I went to oh, the Sphere. Oh, oh, right. yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> you you can't keep track of me. I'm like a, I'm like a moving target. Please, this is uh, part of why I'm still here. So it's like keep moving, baby. Keep they can't moving. find you. Seriously. N- not to dwell on it, but uh, was your dad uh, upset about he's, the loss? You know, or is he cold? He's 99 years old. He's seen some losses. I'm just going to tell you, he's okay. This is not going to kill him. It's going to kill me more. It's going to kill him. I, you know, here we here we are. I mean, this is, it's, it sucks and it's great and I'm do do, sad and I'm happy. Do you do I, spring I know training? You do you, have you ever gone to spring training for the? For I have the, not. I have oh not. Oh my God. It'll rock. All right. We, last few years you, we, we broadcast from oh. there. You have to come with us. All right. You could come with us. Let's talk. All right. I mean, I got to learn how to pitch overhand. I literally, I pitch under, I'm like bowling in the sky for these minor league well, events. <laughs> Kate, they're not going to put you in no. the game. Thank God. Please don't. As long as you can drink, you'll be good. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I'm ready if you need me. Put me in. Coach, I you know, we have done it for St. Patrick's Day, so you could come down and, yeah. and be yeah. like the official beer sponsor. Um, I, seriously, there's a witness. Everyone's listening, right? Seriously, yeah. you can't take I, this back. No, no take backs. I will tell you this: it becomes yeah. it becomes like like Philadelphia South, oh, and it's yeah. unbelievable. It's awesome. I mean, you're you're seeing the game the but way. Not you've never South seen. Philly, hon, because I'm not <laughs> a Philly. No, no. Yeah, we, a need Philly. Re, we need to re- position that as way South Philly. <laughs> way South Philly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go do That's that. fantastic. Way South. Way South. You walk around and like I was, everybody's from Philly. Well, yeah. my, my neighbors that I didn't even know were going to be down there. Yes, it's crazy. It's amazing. 
don't be a douchebag. You're going to see everybody everywhere. Everybody's going to know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for letting me. Are you kidding? You, you really got to change awesome. the locks. It's really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really sucks here. These are for sale now, yes? Oh, yeah, th- th- that's the old one. That's been for oh, sale for a couple years. Okay, There's all a right. new one. About, I have not received you the, mentioned new the new Funko one. Pop. Yeah, yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, I'm a little behind you guys. I'm how, sorry. Long, how long are you in town? Uh, probably till next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, back, I'm back and forth a lot, you know. Okay. Yeah, Excellent. life is short. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Philadelphia. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Well, I can be anywhere. Thank you for the surprise visit. It's wonderful yeah. to see you. And uh, it's wonderful to see you guys. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Sorry. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. She's like, wait till the last <laughs> week. She, she waits, waits to do okay. it. Hey, I'm uh, going to go dance alone. Kate Flannery. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we have a few more things to give away before we wrap for the day. And we're going to do one of those now. We're going to do the lesson question. And today we're going to give away a float session, which is pretty awesome, from Halcyon Floats. And the question, I'm going to go way back to the 6 o'clock hour. Surprisingly, what high-end store did Kmart merge with? <laughs> 215263 WMMR was earlier this morning. What high end store did Kmart merge with? You had to have been with us for quite a while uh, to know the answer to this. But if you were listening then, call now 215263 WMMR. You get the answer right, we give you the prize. That's how this thing works. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories while we await your call. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, some more insight into why Tom Brady and Arena Shake called it quits after their brief romance. Brady says it all comes down to he and Arena being at different points in their lives and also that she she sometimes chewed on his junk like a Slim Jim. Wow. So that's oh a problem. God. Wow. No guy wants that. Britney Spears and Wade Robson, you remember the guy, Michael Jackson, apparently had a much deeper affair than what Britney claims in a recent memoir. In fact, Brittany reveals she clearly remembers that when Wade would fart, she could smell Michael Jackson. Whoa! Oh, that's my that's God. pretty weird. And even though Suge Knight 
I don't know how this happens. Even though he's serving time, life behind bars, actually, he started a podcast in prison called Collect Call with Suge Knight. The podcast produced by Breakbeat, Breakbeat Media will reportedly have a hard-edged hip-hop attitude and will discuss things like if badminton is a sport. Mm. And that's your hard <laughs> Uh, we're looking for the answer to the question. Uh, surprisingly, what high-end store did Kmart merge with? And we're going to go to Dan, see if we can get the answer. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, so Kmart merged with what high-end store? That would be Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. You got it, Dan. Hang on. You're going to float, man. We're going to give you a float session with Halcyon Floats. You can... Of course, get in there and enjoy because stress can be scary. So relax with a float session Great. from Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. Relax, recover, reset. Halcyonfloats.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, a couple things to run by you. Kiss announced that they are giving away seats on board their private jet. Whoa! Along with a backstage experience at two of their final U.S. concerts. We hope you're enjoying your flights, and we'll soon be serving chicken. <laughs> Wait, what? They're donating the ultimate fan experience to benefit children of the rainforest, a nonprofit mission uh, to protect pristine natural lands and indigenous cultures. A $25 donation enters you into the sweepstakes, and you can enter as many times as you like. Uh, the winners will fly with the band to their show in Indianapolis on Saturday, November 25th. Uh, they'll experience sound check and the concert from the pit. Wow. And then after the show, the winners uh, will get back on their jet with Kiss to fly to the next show in Chicago. Is that like an, an Omaze thing, or is it really to the hot? How is this election process taking place again? Did I you say? assume it's just random. It says you can enter as much as you want. 20, All right. $25 donation. Yeah. Uh, you can check the band's uh, socials for a link to enter. R.E.M.'s Michael Stipe recently officiated the wedding ceremony of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter, Frances uh, Bean Cobain. After dating for nearly three years, she married professional skateboarder Riley Hawk. That's Tony Hawk's son. Yeah. No kidding. Tony Hawk's son. And Michael Stipe uh, had officiated it. That's pretty cool. And she uh, has, she's, she's a lovely young lady. Looks uh, uh, very much like a mother. Uh, TMZ reports that uh, the marriage took place October 7th. A little is known about the actual ceremony, but Stipe is the bride's godfather. That is pretty cool. really nice. Anna Nancy Wilson will reunite for their first full show in four years for a hometown show in Seattle. That'll be on New Year's Eve. And if a heart reunion isn't enough, a Space Needle fireworks show will follow. Uh, the sisters are part of the Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin evening, which takes place at the Climate Pledge Arena. This year is Hart's, this is Hart's 50th anniversary. Oh, my God. Wow. That, that's not very appropriate because when they first came on the scene, they were called a female Led Zeppelin. Um, tickets for the December 31st concert go on sale uh, this Friday, by the way. And one last thing. We have a little audio clip to play. I was so delighted to see this. One of my favorite people in the world, Getty Lee of Rush. Yeah. Is he has a docu-series that's going to be on Paramount Plus, and it's all about bass players. Yeah. 
And uh, it's, uh, I think, what is the title? Do bass players really matter? I, I think so. Something I think that's like the name that. of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to play the audio of, the, of some yeah. of the trailer for you. Here you go. Yeah, it says, Are Bass Players Human Too? That's what it's called. Here we go. Welcome to a different kind of music show. I'm trying to show the world that a bass player can do many things. Absolutely. That covers all the basses. I feel like bass playing is so easy. Don't <laughs> say that. Join me, Getty Lee, singer and bass guitarist of the band Rush. Hello. As I travel to the homes of four bass legends and dive deep into their lives. As I try to answer one really important question. Are bass players human too? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> uh, I, think, the bass. I think it's a lot of fun. So he's going to be with uh, Robert Twillow of Metallica. Les Claypool, uh, who's amazing, and he's been in tons of stuff. But, um, oh, his main band. Oh, oh my gosh. Why? Cool? No, no, no Les Big Brown Beaver. Primus. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Chris Novoselic of Nirvana and Melissa Oftimar, uh, who's with Smashing Pumpkins and Hole. Hole, yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. Yeah. I love that he's doing that. I mean, you didn't need to tell me that bassists are, you know, uh, accomplished and, oh. and amazing. But, uh, he actually appears to be quite a good host. Yeah, he's yeah. got a he's got a good sense of humor and, yeah. and a, a good delivery about him. Which I hope is, he does more of these. He's going to be in town at Camp Out for Hunger, uh, promoting his book called My F and Life, and uh, uh, we're hoping that we'll we'll get a chance to talk God. to him. It'd be wonderful with this coming up too. It'd be another reason to have him on. So we'll see if that ends up happening. I mean, Kate Flannery just stops by. Come yeah. on, man. Kenny Lee could do that. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's it in music news. Let's take a break. When we return, the oh so important. Letter of the day for the word of the week prize. Do not miss out on it because we'll have it next. All right. 93.3 WMMR welcomes Blink 182 back to Philadelphia. July 26th at Wells Fargo Center. The One More Time Tour with special guest Pierce the Veil. Tickets on sale tomorrow at a.m. Listen to Pierre's show all this week to beat the box office and pick up a free pair of tickets. WMMR.com has all the info and another chance to win free tickets for MMR VIPs. 93.3 WMMR and Blink-182. Everything that rocks. Uh, the weather's looking wonderful. Uh, absolutely oh, perfect conditions oh. all the way through the whole weekend. And uh, it's, it's like a, a flare-up of summer. And I think I said this like two weeks ago. We had gotten a little increase. I'm like, okay, that's going to be the last one of the year. Nope. Here comes this weekend. Is this... But this is... These have got to be record temperatures. Is this what is this indigenous people summer? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know if I you mean, say Indian summer anymore. We're getting a little bit into that summer type of feel. 83 degrees. I always love that. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, so. you know, uh, listen, you're probably not thinking this way, but I'd get out and play golf. <laughs> you know, oh my God. I never. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I didn't even think about wow. that. Oh, that wow. something, yeah. What a great idea. You're you. an idea man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we get into, starting on uh, Tuesday, it uh, goes down to like, uh, the high's going to be 55, so Listen, we'll get back to normal. That's okay. For, yeah. for, for Halloween, as long as there's no rain, and in the 50s, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's definitely workable. We, we bring out the fire pit and do the whole thing. Thank you to the last minute addition to the show, Kate Flannery! Was on the program, and uh, she just popped in to say hi and give us her Funko Pop uh, figures. Which I love. What an honor. 
Uh, I want to thank uh, my youngest child for being here this morning, along with uh, the rock band class from Souderton Area High School. Yeah, uh, all yeah. the members were here. When is that, the event? Uh, it's coming up on November 6th. They are having a fundraiser for... Excuse me, the Southerton uh, Rock Band, and they're trying to buy equipment uh, to keep this program going. It's a really, really good school program. They sound and, great. And uh, my youngest uh, arranged the whole thing, is uh, the the fundraiser. So it's uh, terrific. It's a live show, and will be on the sixth at six thirty p.m. at Southerton Area High School. I will be there, so please come by. It's only five bucks. I mean, we'd love to uh, make a donation. There's going to be some raffle baskets and things like that. And also our good friend uh, Bobby from Sidearm hey. and Octane checked in, and they have a reunion show with Octane coming up in Vineland, New Jersey, at the Landis Theater Friday, December eighth. And you can get tickets at the Land- Theater.com. So, nice to have everybody on this morning. Nice to see Pierre Robert here today, too. Nice to see you kids. Yeah. Did I read correctly that now you're a major stockholder of Comcast? I am, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, from the uh, broadcast yesterday. We had a light, uh, really nice time down there. They couldn't have been nicer. They're awesome. <clears throat> and that um, that complex is so gigantic, but it's so high-tech um, that they have their own... I've passed by that building a million times. I didn't know there was a full food court below yeah. it, one floor down. And, um, you know, and the, the artwork that they do and the, the video displays on the screen in the main lobby of the Comcast Center is, even when it's not Christmas, they have people walking. In, there looks like there's really people walking along the side. Oh, yeah. Um, it's really cool. Really yeah. cool. Nice. And nice. what they did for camp out oh my and God. what they're going to, they yeah. do every year is just amazing and they they get excited about it you yeah know? And, and their employees were bringing f- uh, cans of food while we were there <laughs> which is also cool so um, excellent yeah nice uh, people really get into it so All good right. stuff well back to the pierre robert studios this morning uh and moving into your show Thank uh, you. Shall we do the letter of the day first? Wait, they named a studio after they me? Yeah. They did name a studio Look after Look outside the you. door. Oh, yeah. yes. That's what that sign means. Oh, oh. now you tell me. Okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Letter of the day? Yeah. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. F as in Frank. All right, F Friend. As in Frank. And we have one more letter to go. We're going to give away a pair of tickets and a Mammoth VIP experience for two as uh, MMR presents Mammoth WVH. Uh, the Mammoth 2 Tour 2021 with Nita Strauss. And that is going to be Saturday, November 18th at the Keswick Theater. Tickets are sold out for the show, but the VIP experience includes uh, Laminate Limited Edition, signed poster, sound check passes, band Q&A, and a group photo with the band. We give that away tomorrow, which is excellent. Uh, what's happening today? Well, we've got more Blink-182 uh, tickets coming next summer. They go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We will help you to beat the box office. Workforce blocks include the Stones and some uh, of the more new songs that are in there. Uh, also, Coldplay, and um, we are going to, at some point in the program, I'm not sure exactly how, celebrate The Who, because today is the 50th, believe it or not, anniversary of the release of Quadrophenia. Oh, my God. Um, uh, you know, a masterpiece. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And so I'm not exactly sure what, what we'll do with it, but we'll do something. All right. And, and that's it. We will have we will enjoy listening, Mike. Yeah. All right, thank you. I want to thank the sponsors of our program. Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Lincoln Mills Haunted House. You can get your tickets today at LincolnMillsHaunt.com. Also brought to you by Duncan, as the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan tomorrow being a Friday. We'll give away everything we have to give away. I promise you that. And as a studio, 
Uh, our buddy Rich Foss is stopping Yes. By, and he will be here in the studio, so we'll spend some time with him. That's it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. And we shall see you tomorrow, guys. Bye-bye. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.